0: Welcome to episode 127 of the UK Steelers podcast, you're joined as always by me, Sam Winstanley, and we've got uh, a concophony of co-hosts today, Rich Setrone, Gavin Marshall, Mike Farrell and uh, Dave has abandoned us. Uh, no, that's not fair, we abandoned him, right, Gav? We
1: shifted. We, we shifted. shifted.
0: We did a last minute yeah. shift, we've been doing a lot of lately and I apologise to everyone who it affects, whether it's Dave, Rich, Mike. I feel like every week I'm just disappointing people.
1: So. You can't please all the people all the time
0: I know, it's, it's it's tough right, it's tough to get five people on a call at one time
1: It is, Busy. I'm glad to be back, I'm, I'm very glad to be back I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I spent some horrible times on like barges and places in the Thames that no human <laughs> being should go it, It's been a tough time, rooftops of like disused buildings When you guys have been podcasting and I've been sort of staring off into the distance of the setting sun Thinking oh really I'd like to be doing a podcast but no I'm here on <laughs> this stupid film set But I'm back so I'm glad. So you're back, thanks you for thanks for you know having you, your great content while I was uh, while I was disposed. Whatever the term is.
0: Well, it's it's good to have you. You're you greatly missed um, when you're not here. So and and now we're back with some draft coverage and stuff, um, mm. kicking off. Um, but before we do all that, I want to get to some uh, bits and pieces. Rich, how are you doing? I'm not supposed to you. How are you doing? You okay?
2: I'm good. Yeah. Oh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, doing well. Yeah, it's good to have Gavin back. I I don't feel quite as much pressure anymore
0: so. oh tell me about it right i know <laughs> I'm, not, like, I'm not i'm not a pressure shield are, like, you are. yeah definitely it's <laughs> like i always say right as a natural like introverted person i need that extrovert hanging around in my right corner that's what I, in every facet of life um and in this one that is you
1: oh really <clears> yeah you, you're the ideal wingman
0: yeah exactly um, Sidekick, I find the local the extrovert and cling to them. I know so it doesn't make a lot of sense, does <laughs> <is> it? <laughs> um, anyway, okay, let's rattle on. We got loads to talk about, but but it's all kind of a lot of it's not really steals related or it's like on the periphery, but it's interesting nonetheless. So we'll get to it all. But before we do, we'll talk about the playoff games because yes, football is still occurring, even though the steals aren't involved. Um, but one team that is involved, Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, against all the odds.
1: Simon social media corner. No, we're not, we're not going
0: there. You know, I called my shot too early in that game. I called my shot too early in these playoffs, <laughs> and it's it's really not made me look great. Um, at some point, you got to eat the humble pie, right? But I, I refuse to do it until uh, they win the Super Bowl. <laughs> Once they win the Super Bowl, I'll eat the humble pie. But until then,
1: fuck you, Bengals. <laughs> eat it. <laughs> Um, so is it is it even worth picking the game because are we all just going to pick the Rams and root for them or is, it, is anyone here rooting for the um, Bengals in the big game well,
0: we'll get to the picks we'll get to the picks Get to the pick. You, you, you're really yeah, keen today, yeah. aren't you?
1: I'm keen. I'm, I'm fired I'm up. Make the
0: picks. Make the picks. No, talk. I don't
1: make the picks. But I mean, what, all I'm saying is, is, you know, it's obvious. Every single Steeler, isn't it? Is there a single Steeler fan out there that but, wants the Bengals to right, win? The... but again, this is this is again where
0: we we this is where we get into trouble, Gav, with the red stars and stuff when it comes to the draft. Well, no, this is this is not a game about who we want to win. This is a game of who we think will win. Okay, fine. and that's why I'm picking the Bengals. <laughs> <laughs> Now listen, if there's one thing that life has taught me, um, it's that uh, the football gods will have no mercy upon me, Um, no joy can come from my watching of this sport, or any sport, Uh, and so on the week that Tom Brady, my arch nemesis, finally retires, I can't even enjoy it because the Bengals are in the Super Bowl, and Joe Burrow is primed, Joe Burrow is primed and ready to uh, take over his mantle of my um, everlasting annoyance, so uh, for that simple fact I will be taking the Bengals because I'm convinced that it's in in the cards. That it's all about me, you see. Right. It's all about me. So, yeah. are you all taking the Rams?
3: Yeah, I'm taking the Rams. Oh yeah, oh yeah, hundred percent.
0: Okay. Well, I hope you're all right. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> and um, I wasn't going to pick it, um, Gav, because I was going to do it next week. Um, okay. But now it's been done, so we'll there do some we'll do some prop picks next week or something. Okay. Sure. Um, I'm assuming you all watch these playoff games, right? Uh, the Bengals obviously come back against the Chiefs. That was disgusting. Made me feel ill. I don't know what, what's that throw about at the end of the first half. Five seconds left, and Mahomes is going to throw in the paint to Tyreek Hill.
3: What? What? And then and then called it and then wishfully called for a timeout <laughs> that he didn't have.
4: <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: it, right. Mahomes. I, I put this on Twitter. Mahomes is in fury, and it feels like he's unstoppable until he plays someone I want him to beat.
1: It's not all about you. It, 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 that is, you know, it's Mahomes is, isn't is the savvy football IQ guy, is it? He's the, the playmaker, the electric, you know, the guy that can win a game with 13 seconds left against the Bills the week before. That's what you get. And the downside is you don't get the, the clock management, the Tony Romo between the ears stuff. Yeah. So what would you rather?
0: It's just frustrating. I, I don't know how they threw away that lead. I was watching the game and you, I don't know, man, I just felt it felt it in my waters that it was coming it was following the track of that first game they had right and um, Mm. that if you ever want to prove that momentum is a real thing in sport just watch that game the Chiefs just went flat in the second half and I don't know how you can do that in the AFC Championship and just give up I mean how many points was it unanswered
2: I don't know. Twenty-one something. like that. Twenty-one points. But but Simon, did you really want to see the Chiefs in a third Super Bowl in a row? Yes, yes, more than I, anything else. I, I did not. In the world, I was happy. I was happy the Bengals won. What? I don't care about. Ooh. I don't care about their fans. Oh, I really don't. No. I, I I could care less about their fans. You know, and they and they probably could care less about <laughs> their fans too. But uh, no, I'm I'm tired of Mahomes. I'm tired of seeing Mahomes win. I'm tired of Kelsey and his weird touchdown dances and a, <laughs> I, I'm just tired of the Chiefs I, I'm glad the Bengals beat them I, you know I'd like to see the Rams beat the Bengals of course it'd be nice to see them you know win a Super Bowl in, in Los Angeles that'd be really cool but man I'm so over the Chiefs I, I like Andy Reid too but I'm just over the Chiefs yeah I, I hear you but uh, oh, come on man. it's the lesser of mm-hmm. two evils isn't it yeah yeah that's exactly what it was it's kind of like every time I vote for a president out here <laughs> <laughs>
0: I uh, I wanted the Bills to win really, and I Do you think the Bills right. would have beaten the Bengals? Oh, it's so hard uh, to say. It's yeah. so
2: hard to say. I think they might have. Yeah, I I like I like the way they match up better than the Chiefs do. Mm.
0: If they were playing tomorrow, I'd pick the Bills. So I suppose that's your answer.
1: I think that the the Chiefs struggled with the uh the pass rush right of of the Bengals. Maybe the Bills would have would have dealt with that a little mm. bit better. Then we get some nice pressure, even just with three three up front, rushing three. That's that's the trick now, right? Rush three.
0: I'm kinda of hoping Again, that forward. I'm hoping that's the downfall of the Bengals in the Super Bowl because they that's the one thing they've done horribly in the playoffs is is protect Joe Burrow. So hopefully uh, you send Aaron Donald and, and Von Miller there his way. Turn this into a repeat of last year.
1: They've they've dealt with some pretty uh some pretty stiff pass rushes up to this point though, so I don't think it's mm-hmm.
0: Well, it doesn't seem to matter, right? Because they throw it on first down, get sacked on second down and then throw a third and 16 and complete yeah. it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, what, what were you going to say, Mike? Sorry.
3: Oh, no, I, I was just going to say it's, it's why I was, uh, I say was, have been tempted to the Aaron Donald MVP bet. Thank you very much. I, I, I uh-huh. think he could have a cracking game. Yeah.
1: That's a good chat. Oh, Super Bowl
0: MVP. I thought you meant regular MVP.
3: Mm. No, 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 Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, I like that. Well, and that's the thing with the Rams, right? Is there a, like between Aaron Donald? I think nobody deserves a Super Bowl more than Aaron Donald. Uh, now that Larry Fitz has retired, and then on top of that, sneakily Cooper Cup deserves a Super Bowl right now. He's he's been on a tear this season.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Um, the Bengals, uh, they can wait. Let's see if they get back.
1: How quickly that's happened? I mean, yeah, what a turnaround! It's incredible. And what I mean, what what does this mean for the for the Steelers where they are right now? with this AFC landscape it's pretty frightening isn't it like the the level of competition they're going to be facing i mean how do you and and they you know they obviously lost ben um going through a transition losing kevin Cole, but where, where where do you go from here do you do you try and match them do you do you try and go right we need all this kind of all out you know offense with a qb that's going mad can can win the game with 13 seconds left or do you go the other way and go right we need to sort of just get a you know ferocious it's just defence and try and zig while they're zagging. I don't know what you do it Because if you forget the Super Bowl, it's getting through the playoffs is going to be the, the tricky part. I, the,
0: the problem is I don't think you can look at the Bengals as like a, a path to success. I mean, they've got a little bit... I mean, they've, don't be wrong. They've been managed well in the last couple of years but, with the draft picks and stuff. But you're not going to get Joe Burrow where we are, right? No. So, but what I'm
1: saying is it's not just the Bengals you've got to deal with. It's the Chiefs, yeah, it's, it's the Bills, yeah, yeah. AFC the Chargers. Terrifying. Yeah, it's... Forget the division. I mean, getting out of the division is going to be hard, but then it's, it's, the, the, it's a hard road. Yeah. So I'm, 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 I've been thinking about this, thinking maybe the, the answer is not to try and chase chase the dragon, as it were, and try and match them, try and do something different, try and stop them.
4: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: like what, like what the Bengals did. You know, they they, they got the, that pass rush up front out of nowhere, seemingly, and that and that seemed to do the trick, rather than the Bills, who were trying to go toe to toe. It's tough because,
0: I don't know, man, the odds are, so, you know, you look at the quarterbacks, but then people have been circulating this this picture, right, of, um, I can't remember what year it was, but it's like, these are the QBs going into the uh, the championship games, and it was like, Kirk Cousins, Nick Foles, um, who was it? Uh, the guy, for the, who was who was playing for the Vikings, the Browns backup? Colt McCoy, was it? No. Not uh, Colt McCoy, Chase Keenum. Keenum. Chase Keenum, thank you. And, um, Case Keenum, and, uh, and Tom Brady. So it's like that, well, three... Three guys got that through there. I think one of them was balls actually. So you know, it's tough. Like if we end up with Jimmy Garoppolo, right, and then built an incredible defense on the other side, is is that the kind of thing you're going for? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah,
1: running game and 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 some good, some interesting scheme wrinkles.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe that is it. You know, we never know what the next revelation is in the NFL until it comes, right? And right now, it's the dawn of these like mega quarterbacks. Right? Oh, that's what it feels like anyway. But I'm sure it felt like that. You know, when when we started out in two thousand and four, and and that influx came in, and you know those guys have all now retired. You know, and it's a change into the guard. So I don't know. D- does it feel different now, Rich? Maybe I, maybe I can. Maybe you know. Does it feel? Does this feel different? This crop of QBs: your Mahomes, you Josh Allen, you Joe Burrow, you whoever else you want to throw in that category, to when Eli and Ben and and Phillip Rivers and Tom Brady and whoever else all first hit the scene.
2: Yeah, it does to me. It's a different NFL now. There's so there's more rules that have been put in place to protect the quarterback, so now you 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 feel a little more safer uh, looking for that athlete quarterback that gives you that running mm. uh, aspect and the passing aspect. So I I think it is vastly different.
1: Yeah, uh, that's a great point because I was chatting to my buddy Luke at work about this about how now Brady's gone, Ben's gone, you know, and you add that to Rivers and the Mannings and Breeze. You think about those guys, that that crop and the crop we got now, that was that they were drafted. You know, so it was that that 2004 draft or whatever. Who, where, are, where were the people in between that like we got? Okay, who are the elite group in between that group and the 2018 crop? Like who, who, who we got? We got Matt Ryan, have we? We had Cam Newton, I suppose. Rodgers and O five. Yeah, Rodgers. Yeah. Since so, but he's is he's still? i still kind of in the air. Yeah, that uh, Watson. I mean, he's in the the mud at the moment, but I guess you could put him in that conversation. Andrew Luck, RG3 flamed out. But there's not many, is there? So you're looking at like a, what, a a 15-year gulf between another elite class? So, I mean, let's not have that. Let's not have a (laughs) 15-year wait. But then you think about, you know, Vince Young, you think about uh, Michael Vick, which is what Rich is saying. You know, maybe there were the talents there, but they just the NFL wasn't prepared to use them. Even like Jake Locker and those other, like, toolsy guys that... You know, maybe could have could have had been something, but we had years of you know Winston Mariota and Wentz and Goff and I mean Sam but Bradford is it, and is it like
3: for like though because if we're comparing them, you know Rivers, Ben, Breeze, Manning, Brady, I mean they're all Hall of Famers. You can still have a very very elite group of of quarterbacks, but just might not be. Is is that what the issue is? There's like a a twelve year gap of quarterbacks who probably will not go into Canton. Past 2005, and it's only now we're seeing like a Mahomes. Arguably, is a you know people are going to probably start saying there's a shoe in already. The next, the, the current crop of guys are are on the right trajectory. Is that is that what the issue is that there's just been this massive gulf of of?
1: Yeah, that, yeah, that was the top, conversation. Top, top. Yeah, why Gab, is it? What's changed? Gab, I've got the guy. I've got the lone island in between. Go on, Russell Wilson. Yeah, that was well. That but he was a low draft. We talked about Will, hmm. Wilson and Prescott. Because guys, as a Cowboys fan, saying you know maybe they're the sort of the low draft pick uh, beats uh, you know expectations. Hmm. But they're not the elite guys, are they? I don't. I don't think. I don't think Wilson's a Hall of Famer. I don't know. Is he? Do you think he is?
0: You know, I feel. I feel like if you'd have told me he wasn't going to be five years ago, I'd have laughed. Um But it does feel like he's been a bit of a downward trend, right? Not just this last year, but. I feel like he maybe needed that other Super Bowl or if he'd got like an MVP. Mm. It's not over for him though.
1: No, it's not. I mean, he started the last, what, three or four seasons like as an MVP frontrunner yeah, exactly. and then he's dropped yeah. away. Yeah. So maybe he just needs a consistent season, maybe in a different place, maybe in Pittsburgh, who knows.
0: I think he needs a fresh start. Anyway, this is not a Russell Wilson conversation, but I hear what you're saying. I just think in today's, like, like Rich said, in, in the modern NFL where everything's geared towards quarterbacks and they're looking for offense. I mean, they want games like... Like the Bengals Chiefs game, right, and like the the Buffalo um, Kansas game, that's the game the NFL wants, and, uh, and that's geared towards these kind of young athletic, strong armed quarterbacks who you know are getting the benefit of the doubt on all these calls. You know, you're getting these defensive, you know, hit calls that we've been talking about that have been ridiculous for years now, and and they're just increasing as time goes on, and mm. maybe maybe we're at the point where you just can't compete unless you have an elite. Quarterback and and the the times when you do are, are just the very very rare exceptions. You know, I look at you know you look at the Nick Foles Super Bowl right as the kind of the the canary in the coal mine of well you can do this because here is the example. But I don't yeah. know. And there's two. There's only five active Super Bowl, Super Bowl winning quarterbacks and two of them are backups.
1: That's a crazy stat. Who are the backups? Mm. Nick Once Foles,
0: Nick Foles and Joe Flacco.
1: Flacco. He's not really active. I mean, he's he's, he's a husk <laughs> of a QB.
4: He's not really. I don't
1: honest. think. I don't think he counts.
2: <laughs> hey, Gav, I, I read this list after the show last week, and uh, and we decided we're gonna before we uh, read it again, we were gonna wait for you to be on the show. Because it's it's I mean it's really telling. I I, and I remember every one of these guys, but do you do you know the guys that were between Bradshaw and Roethlisberger? uh
1: yeah i mean i remember um uh baba brister was with the guy when i started watching and then you had a little bit of mark malone and neil o'donnell and slash and who am i missing there i'm missing someone okay Uh, here's the the list
2: this is oh kent 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 graham yeah yeah this is this is painful to go through, and I and I hope I hope you guys don't have to go through this like I did. It is Cliff Stout, Mark Malone, David Woodley, Scott Campbell, Bubby Brister, Steve Bono, Todd Blackledge, Neil O'Donnell, Mike Tomzak, Jim Miller, Cordell Stewart, Kent Graham, Tommy Maddox. Yeah, who's the best out of those? Probably uh, Slash, right? Well, for for that one the season, one he was he yeah. was fantastic. You know, um, probably. Uh to Tom. probably o'donnell yeah and he's close right he got to get to the
1: championship game he got to the super bowl so super bowl yeah yeah of course he lost to super bowl yeah of course he did uh and then tommy maddox was kind of limited i don't know yeah yeah rough pretty rough <clears throat>
2: yeah so hopefully we don't have a repeat of that mm.
1: i think we could i mean it could be what is it like what was that what was that span 25 20 years uh 80 to 25 years
2: yeah of yeah. course 25.
1: so where are we now 2022 so about 2050 we should be good yeah,
2: guys great i'll be dead
0: <laughs> <laughs> jesus well wow.
2: that was a sobering
1: um <laughs> moment no, it, it, it's not going to be that bad there's, there's more and more like the offenses change rules are changing and there's more and more qbs coming up so we're you know the NFL ready so I think we'll be fine.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, there's there's more you know reasonable starting quarterbacks than there's ever been. Um,
1: yeah. So yeah,
0: I mean, maybe we'll get to the point like Dave Dameshek always says, where well, there's thirty two guys who can play quarterback in the country.
1: And I think we've reached that, and we've reached
0: that. Well, I don't know. You, you, you kind of thought you did, and then a lot of guys retired, and and I think a few people disappointed. I mean, just look at where we are going into next year. Who's going to be Tampa's quarterback? Who's going to be our quarterback? Who's going to be, you know, the Lions' quarterback? Well, the Lions is, is
4: done, but... Yeah. Okay. You know what
1: I mean? I, there's not there's not
0: 32 right now. No,
1: probably not. But there, there will be some of the new guys coming in, like I think Trey Lance, you know? Yes. Some of the new guys, Justin Fields. <clears throat> we'll be good. I'm sure. I'm confident it's going to be fine. they got a plan. You know, I think this is going to be an interesting off-season, but not just for the free agency moves, but I think also for the kind of philosophical navel-gazing that needs to happen from ownership down, really. Mm. like All the sort of um, music in the dressing room stuff. Yeah. Maybe maybe, maybe it is time for a bit of that. I don't know.
0: That, we were kind of talking about this the other week, weren't we, Rich? Where, yeah. Where we were talking about, like, do we need to be a little bit more flexible with the philosophy of the team and be a little bit more willing to get our hands dirty with the things that, you know, the
2: Steelers kind of view themselves as being above. Well, you know what I've been thinking about, guys, and it's just my thoughts, and uh, I don't know how accurate it is. But you know, I, I think you guys realize that t- team's success really comes from ownership, and that's why you see some of these teams that just are never successful. They just make poor decisions at the ownership level, and I really believe that the guy who really made the Steelers who they were, besides the chief, who who was the who had the guts to do some of the things he did that that turned out to be successful. But besides him, the guy that, to me, he was really the brains and really the g- main reason behind the success of the Steelers besides the coaches and players is Dan Rooney. And you notice when Dan Rooney left, didn't, wasn't really mo- mostly involved in the organization as much anymore. I guess it was around 2010, th- 2012, when he became like that ambassador to Ireland, that position that he got I think the president gave it to him. Um, he wasn't quite as involved, you know, at that point in the Steeler organization. And and our last Super Bowl was 2008. So you know, the good thing about families running an organization is you have that that tradition, and you in each generation learns from the previous generation. You know, so that's the good thing. And as long as you know that they, they, they maintain, you know, that that family tradition, you're probably in good shape. But you know, talent doesn't always go through, you know, I mean, it doesn't always carry through to each generation and, and ability. It, it just doesn't, you know. And so I don't know. I, I wonder sometimes have we seen, you know, the great years are, are done, you know, like I don't know. I, I, I don't really know how how this is going to, how it's gonna play out in the next ten years. But I think about that, because I think I think Dan you should read his book. Anybody who hasn't read Dan Rooney's book, it's fantastic. I think about that a lot though.
1: And what do you think? Do you think would would you like to carry on the traditions that have been in the philosophy of the the franchise or would you would you be prepared to sell that up the river for for modern modernization
2: and success? Well, I think it's more than a philosophy. I think it's I think it's somebody that has that that makes smart decisions, somebody that has instincts that allow them to make more good decisions than poor decisions. And those instincts aren't necessarily carried through genetically to your offspring. So, you know, he I mean, you know, he was the guy that was in favor of Johnny Unitas you know, being the starting quarterback of the Steelers. But, you know, his dad over overruled him and let uh, let the coach cut Unitas. He was also in favor of drafting Marino. Like the guy seemed to just want to – he just had really great instincts and with his decision-making. So, yeah, there's a traditional way of doing things. But I think there's that that person that's really in charge, you know, just making smart decisions and and just being able to see things that maybe other owners can't see. You know, so I don't know. I, I don't know if the tradition needs to be changed or, or what the, or what, but um, yeah, I don't know.
0: There's something to be said. Well, there's a lot to be said for the the level of consistent success. I don't know if success is the right word, but um, relevance maybe is a better word, right? That the Steals have had, you know, in the last, even if we're just talking about the last decade, right? They're, they're never out of it. They're always in and about. They're always you're always going to see them as you know one of the top five to ten team. Well, ten ten is uh, almost all of them, but you know what I mean. One of the top teams in the AFC. But but it does feel like we've been lacking that final push for a while, right? Um, you could argue
1: it, that, that having Ben was always part of that, mm, the, the the through thread of all that time. Yeah, quite possibly.
0: And and that's something you see from a lot of teams. I mean, I mean it'd be interesting to see where Kansas goes now, right? When when Mahomes's cap hit suddenly goes up to thirty six million or whatever it is. Um, you know, do they regress a little bit? Do they sort of fall into that, that similar lull? I mean, it's gonna be interesting to see how these different teams deal with it.
1: Yeah. I mean what do you do what do you do here? Do you do you, do you try and take advantage of the rookie deal and just bring in a rookie or do you try and and, and you know it's, just, you...
0: it's so yeah, hard, I... like to to get that value out of them in those three or four years, you know? Like they did with mm. Mahomes. You've got to really nail it. that's gotta be a guy who's ready to come in and just blow everyone out of the water, right?
1: You know, russell wilson was the yeah. the blueprint of that wasn't he but yeah. um yeah i mean uh and and also just you know um with the rams i mean th- how much depends on this super bowl whether if the rams win it does it prove that they're kind of sell all your drop i mean what's it been eight years they, they won't have a first round pick and will it will it Will it prove their philosophy right if they win the Super Bowl? Does it not matter if they win or lose? They've made it to the game and proved and they've been in contention.
3: But then the question is, is it sustain is you know, is it just a flash in the pan they'll win the Super Bowl this year, they'll all be delighted, but then you know, all the big name stars that will have to leave because they can't afford them. Is it worth all of that for one Super Bowl? Or do you want to have the sustained approach where the Rookie QB is a perfect example? You've got them for five, six year win the on a fairly cheap deal, you've got multiple opportunities to build and pay for a solid foundation around them. So that gives you multiple opportunities rather than throwing your eggs in one basket for one year and hoping for the best.
2: Yeah, it is. If you win the Super Bowl, it's worth it. Yeah. yeah. Ask the Bengals, ask the Browns, ask Dan Marino. You know, if you win the Super Bowl, it's it's all worth it. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: But the problem is if you don't it worked with Tampa, right? And it's going to be interesting to see what happens now post-Brady um, with them. But for every team like that, there must be a lot of teams that have tried and failed to, to do a similar approach.
1: I don't remember that many teams. It, it's been kind of the consensus that you build through the draft, generally. There's yeah. not been that I many. Yeah. Yeah. Philly- I mean, the Eagles yeah. tried it. Yeah, the Eagles tried it. But that, that blew up, right? And it just didn't work at all. I can't think who, who else has done this where they've just gone mega free agency crazy.
0: I, I almost hope there are some repercussions. Again, maybe that's not the right term. But, but you know what I mean? Like Because it does feel a little bit like, you know, oh, Miller's, uh, Von Miller's available. Let's go get him. OBJ's available. Let's go get him. You know, there's, there's something unsatisfying about that. A little bit, you know. It's, you, and usually that, that works out because that sometimes doesn't work, right? These guys don't gel together. We've seen that with the Browns uh, and it all just comes tumbling down. But I think under a strong coach like Sean McVay's proven himself to be, um, it, it can work, and and you know they've made the Super Bowl. They made they made the Super Bowl and Jared Goff. They didn't even have Matthew Stafford there. So
1: yeah, but the core of that team, Donald and Ramsey, yeah. and but you know Ramsey was a free agent. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, and they and they're, they're savvy. They pick up you know Beckham and you know Watkins when he when he was there. The guys that are on downtime, you know, down um, great, great potential. Share. Yeah, Michelle. Yeah, exactly. And reclamation projects—it's like what you know, what you do in fantasy. They're they're playing fantasy basically. Aren't they? They're picking up someone else's trash and turning it into gold.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: I kind of I kind of hope that it does work out, and that more teams do this, and then then the, the trade, you know, the draft capital gets trade. You know, it, it changes the balance of how important a draft pick is, doesn't it? It's mm. you know, it's a, a shift in landscape. It's interesting, and it it will give other teams an opportunity. You know, the ones that are in the mid tables all the time and don't get the high draft picks, but don't you know, they're they're sort of a no man's land, aren't they? If you can, if you can actually swap players and draft picks and get some other, you know, build like that, it gives another way to win.
0: Well, anyone can do it. You know, you've just got to be willing to uh, throw all your eggs in that basket. Uh, you know the Rams are playing Madden right now, right? They're doing that thing I do, where they <laughs> they just go on and ring up every different team and uh, I mean, you trade that guy for this guy and I'll throw in this pick.
1: But <laughs> I, I guess I, I, it comes down to ownership again, though. They've got to have ownership where they that yeah they, they trust them. If one doesn't work out, it's fine. You know, you yeah. give Goff a big contract and then you move on from him. That's fine. We believe in you. We're not going to get rid of you and, and blow it all up. Because you, know, you can make any one of these signings and they not work out.
2: Hey, you guys mentioned Sean McVay. Did you guys see that clip where this guy's asking him questions about ever since he's been a coach in the NFL, he can remember every play? Mm. Did you guys see that? No, didn't see it. He's he's asking him these random plays, and some of them are more uh, prominent, but... And he's, he said uh, it was against the Saints, and you know whatever, 2020. And you guys were in third quarter, five minutes left in the game, and his first and ten. Do you remember the play that you know was run? And he can remember it. Mm. And it's
3: not a, you know, it's not like it's a sixty-yard touchdown pass. No, it's like a twelve-yard post for a first. Yeah, it's down. Like, it's <laughs> yeah it's like
2: yeah, it's like seven-yard, uh, seven-yard out. Uh, we were in this blah 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 this formation. I'm like, holy crap, mm. the guy's a freaking genius. Yeah, it was really, really impressive. Jeez. I can barely get out of bed in the morning.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's a a sad comparison.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can barely remember the game after I've watched it. Yeah.
4: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Who won?
0: Yeah. Yeah, these guys are built different. That's why he's, uh, what is he, 36, 38? (laughs) Yeah. Coached in the Super Bowl twice.
2: Yeah, great, great future ahead of them for
1: sure. Anyway, that was the uh, championship round roundup. Yeah, yeah,
0: it. we, we kind of just uh, yeah. I was going to go through the games, but we've good we've, with uh, yeah. we we've, we've entered. Uh, it. This uh, is what happens, you know, Gab. When uh, you're d- back,
1: defer to your other podcasts for your their takes on yeah. those championship games. I'm yeah. sure they're more insightful. Yeah. Just, that, anyway. just
0: just know this, right? In two weeks, either the Bengals or OBJ will have won a Super Bowl. So. Hmm. Deal with that, however you will.
1: Man, I I, I I'm looking forward to watching uh, OBJ dance around in the in the ticker tape with uh, with the, uh, Lombardi, and oh yeah, he really ruined the Browns' offense, didn't he? <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is another. This is if he win, if the Rams do win, though, this is going to be the second year in a row where we've got that wide receiver just bouncing around to the, the most likely team to win a Super Bowl to win. I, this is where it starts to grind my gears a little bit. Um. Because, you know, I, I don't love the Browns, but come on, OBJ. Sold him down the river a little bit, though.
1: Boy, he was practically run out of town. No. Oh, the fan base was all over him. Yeah, for good reason. Come on. What, the Baker couldn't get him the ball? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, maybe, maybe, maybe. Anyway, there's plenty more going on in the NFL. Sorry, come.
3: on. Just a quick one on OBJ. Did you did you hear the, the news in regards to his contract? the current contract he's got in the Rams. First of all, it's incentive-laden, so yeah. obviously he's going to earn a, few, a couple of mils given the pro- progression through the playoffs. Um, but his base salary of 750k, he didn't want in dollars, he wanted it in Bitcoin. And whatever <laughs> Bitcoin he purchased, sorry to go down the, this Bitcoin wormhole, gents, crip, um, crip. but it halved in its value. Um, and Rich, what's the ta- what's the state in tax in Cali? Is it nearly 50%?
2: The state income tax? Oh, yeah. no, no, no. It's not. Fit. It's like 13.
3: Oh, okay. What? Okay, I'm trying to think what tax. They, whatever it was, that the lads were chatting and they were saying he's essentially lost an absolute fortune this one year playing for the Rams.
2: You're kidding. <laughs> mm.
3: I mean, if you think about it, you've lost half your salary converting it to Bitcoin. And then, you know, the usual tax and everything else associated with that. Yeah, he's lost a fortune this year. So Jeez. I'm sure he's desperate for that Super Bowl financially. <laughs> he gets
0: he gets a million dollars if he wins the Super Bowl. Apparently, that's his that's his incentive to to win the Super Bowl. So,
1: wow, and that goes straight into his Bitcoin wallet. <laughs> <laughs> I think it just gets automatically that cause, that cause converted into some like NFTs. Like, I've got there's a guy at work that's buying NFTs every week. No, I don't know. It's like a little animated picture. <laughs>
0: I'm oh. out on NFTs, but I also kind of don't want to get into it. Mm.
4: <laughs>
1: it's
3: not here, a, yeah, not I'll now. not go down the wormhole, Jens. So
4: yeah. uh, <laughs>
3: quick, quick comment on Jay Moving swiftly on.
0: I did buy some. Do you remember when I bought some crypto though? Like um, I was going on about this like last year. So that's all tumbled. Bad
1: investments. Uh, everything's tumbled. Unsurprising. Oh, well. Yeah.
0: Okay. Around the NFL. Let's do this quick. Um, Tom Brady retires. We mentioned this. Um, I, I wanted to just ask everyone... Does anyone have any favourite Tom Brady memories? Worst or best Tom Brady memories? Um, just because I was thinking about this, and uh, my favourite Tom Brady memories is... Uh, well, I've got two. My favourite is uh, his face after um, the Philly special. Great. But the worst is his his smug face after Malcolm Butler uh, picked, off, <laughs> picked off Russell Wilson in the end zone. Um, his whole celebration, not, no bueno. Don't like that one bit. <clears throat> so you know, two sides of the same coin for Tom Brady on the Super Bowl there, but un- undoubtedly retires as uh, the consensus greatest of all time. Unfortunately mm. for me, um, were you surprised that he retired that you hung it up?
1: I was surprised that he didn't come back another year. I, th- I thought he looked like he still had it. I, d- I didn't see any signs of any more signs of decline than we've seen. I thought he could do d- run out another, and I won't be surprised if he comes back next year. Oh,
4: really? And
1: I'm actually hoping for that. Yeah, I reckon he I might come know. back, like like you know, to a team where their, their starter goes down in week 10 or something, I wouldn't be surprised if he pops back up. And that would be great for Ben, right? Because then he was... They'd be in different Hall of Fame classes.
0: Yeah. Well, that was the other thing. Yeah, is this going to... Because, you know... How, how many guys get in the Hall of Fame? Five?
1: But it's kind of loose. They, yeah, yeah it's loose like, there with like it now.
0: But, um... Yeah, it depends who retires, right? Because there's some other guys that could retire that are also first ballot kind of guys. Like, JJ Watt is maybe... I don't know. Um... There's a few. I can't think of the others.
2: But one, yeah, really I would think sure. JJ would would have to be a first yeah. first ballot, right?
0: So I don't know. I, I I'm pretty sure Ben's definitely a first ballot, right? Regardless, but of Brady, surely.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you just don't know how these things go. Like I don't know. Do they do they often have more than one QB going at the same time? Does it matter?
1: I don't. I think they could. They would allow it. I think. I don't. I, they, they wouldn't. I don't think they'd stand on on principle to not let them both go in. a first ballot but the problem is obviously it becomes the Brady weekend no oh yeah, over there in the corner is Ben It's frustrating. also going in yeah.
4: yeah
0: so yeah there you go Brady it is going to be nice to I know that this is an unpopular take with Gav who just you know he's in it he's in it for the love of the game bro but um, it will be nice to wake up on a Sunday and not have to deal with watching Tom Brady just route whoever he's playing this week and get every single call and destroy the Jets and whatever it is that week um I
1: my, my I don't really have one you, you asked about the member I don't really have one thing. I just remember like not so much this decade or I guess this, uh, yeah last decade basically watching him just what seemed like playing a different game to everyone else and being fascinated by it and now everyone else is trying to play that same game but just seeing him carve defenses up with that, you know, that just the way he played the game with the tight spiral and the 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 death by a thousand cuts and, yeah. you know, I, I I it's going to be a loss. I, I, I'm going to miss him. Yeah,
0: well, I wouldn't go that far. It is a loss. I won't miss him. Um, I, it's funny because I remember when I when I was like the first five years we kind of watching football and stuff. People were talking about like, oh, you know, who's better? Is it is it Peyton? Is it Brady? And I remember being really into that that argument, right? And it being a legitimate argument. And uh, it's almost laughable that we argued about it.
1: I don't know. I, I, I think the longevity has helped, right? Has has, has cemented it in people's minds. I still think at the at the time that Peyton required, us, uh, uh retired. I still think you could have a, a conversation about that at that yeah. point. But you can't now. Well, just because of what he's done since, yeah, you can't. It's just impossible. Right. So many superpowers.
0: Okay, well, that's it. No more Brady talk on this show. He's banned. okay now let me get through this because this is this is kind of a i'm sure you all know about this let me just go over the details of it this is the 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 brian flores thing right i feel like we should talk about this this feels like this could be big um this could this could rock the league at its core so brian flores is suing well he's he's filed a class action lawsuit um for the nfl over discriminatory hiring practices um there's a few different pieces to this one is an interview he had with Denver for the head coaching job, where he alleges that Elway and Co. showed up dishevelled, hungover, and had no intention of giving him a first shot at the job. I
1: loved. I, I mean, obviously oh, terrible, but I loved the image of them just like uh, crashing in, hungover, still drunk. Like er, let's hold the meeting down at Wendy's. Whatever, we need pancakes. Like, I, I love that.
0: I mean, Flores has really taken the gloves off with this. I mean, if nothing else, he's provided us with three just excellent separate stories <laughs> like that we didn't know before today. Um, separate to this, he's released text with Bill Belichick. Have you seen
1: these? Have you seen the, the images oh, of this them? Is the, Amazing. Uh, not this Brian, the other one.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah. where he, he shared part of the messages where um, Bill Belichick messages Brian Flores to say he hears that he's got some jobs locked up, including the Giants job, only for Bill to admit that he fucked
1: up and thought he was talking to Brian Dayball, not Brian Flores. <laughs> what is it about shared text messages that's so cringy? It's like, it's like with the... Um... Uh, the other the other ones that were say, Wow, I had it in my mind and now it's blank. Um, oh, the 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 Antonio Brown ones and the and the, yeah. this is B A. What, what is well, it I about think... seeing a, a text screen grab? that's it's like reading Gabby Gowdy's DMs Ooh, or something. Yeah. It's like so cringeworthy. Look at
0: you referencing Gabby Gowdy
1: now. No, nah, you taught
0: me. Yeah? Yeah, you taught
4: me. <laughs>
1: um,
0: well, I think what it is is like guys like Bruce Arians and Bill Belichick are these like big overarching like figures that you just can't even imagine having a phone, right? You can't imagine Bill Belichick texting someone.
1: Yeah, he sends smoke signals or a minion or something. Yeah. Knight on horseback round.
0: He just suddenly appears yeah. behind you.
1: In uh, a cloud of dust. The hologram so. appears like the
0: Emperor. <laughs> <laughs> I am the Senate.
1: Greetings, Bill.
4: Uh,
0: so yeah, so that was three days before Flores even interviewed with the Giants and he'd already been told that Brandon Dable had got the job by Bill Belichick. Um, Flores is now. This is where I think this is kind of the the story that's taking the back seat to the other th- two, uh, the other two, because the other two are so kind of like interesting. But I think this might be the most. It's kind of weird because it's not discriminatory. This this side of it almost just comes for the dolphins, which I love. He's just he's just trying to burn the dolphins to the ground on his way out. Um, he's alleging that the dolphins owner Stephen Ross offered to pay him a hundred thousand dollars per loss to tank in 2019. Amazing. He also alleges that Ross tried to make Flores meet with Tom Brady in 2019, despite it violating the league's tampering rules. Ross then ambushed Flores on his yacht by telling him that Brady happened to be on the marina. Flores refused to meet him and left. After that, Flores was treated with disdain and held out as someone who was non-compliant and difficult to work with, which maybe is ultimately why, you know, he surprisingly lost that gig this season, right? Um, So, I mean, I have never seen... Um, someone so high up within the NFL's, you know, halls of power as being a head coach, just take the gloves off like this and just go after three, maybe even four, if you want to include Bill Belichick and the Patriots in this. Just major, you know, blue chip franchises like the Broncos, the Giants, the Patriots, and the Dolphins, and just try and burn it all to the ground. I mean, this this is incredible, right?
1: I, I think I texted you uh, immediately when uh, Keith Butler retired. That my ideal person to be take over as DC would be Brian Flores. Do you think this makes it more, more or likely. less likely? More, more likely. likely.
0: That's exactly what I was thinking, because thirty-one teams wouldn't touch him with a ten-foot badge, pole, I feel like the one team that would is us, and we don't need a head coach.
1: <laughs> so it just kind of feels like it could happen. I was thinking the same thing. Go. That'd be so great. That, I'm gunning for that. That that would be that would be my Super Bowl thing. If that
2: happened, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I would love, love that. I would I, I can't see it happening though. No, no He's going to go from being a head coach to somebody who doesn't even call his own defenses.
1: Mm, I well, guess, I think maybe I would. think that <laughs> I think that would have to change. Yeah. Well, no, to- Tomlin won't change that though. I That's think to to, to to get to, to secure his services, I think Tomlin would have, see maybe you know.
2: Let's. This is what I'm saying. There has to be changes. Tomlin yeah. has to let go of. I don't see thing. it happening. <laughs> he's the guy. He's been the guy at Pittsburgh for so long. He's not going to let somebody come in and you know dictate what he's going to do on defense there's just no way but hey I, w- I would love it i like the guy a lot if the texans are smart they they should hire him because that, that organization's a mess i mean it's just that that coach they had just completely screwed them what was he the coach and the gm yeah i think the, both right and, and traded at the time possibly the best receiver in football for a an aging running back who was really good at one time, but definitely had seen better days. What a, what a horrible move. I, I think they should hire him. I, I think he's a great coach. And and I think that is the biggest story here, Simon. Mm-hmm. I mean, cause you need, if this is true, the NFL needs to get rid of that owner that yes. you can't have that. That just, that is just, just should not and cannot happen. And, and a professional sport. I mean that, that ramifications of that could be very, very big. Mm-hmm. So, um, But it just yeah. shows the Dolphins deserve to lose, right?
1: If that's what they're up to. It,
0: it, to me, it paints Flores in a great light because he not only was told to tank, but he, he then went out. If you remember that 2019 Dolphin season and and made that team look competitive, right? And then yeah. and yeah. then and then he he does it without Brady, who, who's trying, <laughs> who Ross was trying to tamper and get on his yacht. Oh man, it's insane. I absolutely love it. But, but from the other angle, from the the discriminatory angle, I mean, this this raises a lot of questions about the Rooney rule, right? Which is you know close to close to our team. I I think this has always kind of been my question with it. In that the idea is great, the execution feels uh, too loopholey, right? It always felt as if teams knew who they wanted to hire, went out and hired a minority candidate. Uh, sorry, an interviewed a minority candidate to fulfill the rule, and then just hired whoever they wanted anyway and, and i f- kind of feel like we knew that right like we knew that the jags wanted urban Meyer. i don't know who they interviewed but you knew from the get-go they wanted urban Meyer last year right and how many examples of that has, have there been loads
2: what well are well, uh, we gonna say something again no good ahead, good ahead. um you know whether you take race out of it completely okay owners pretty much know who they want not all the mm. time there are stories that, that you know, coaches come in, somebody comes in an interview and just blows people away, and and they're the coach, you know. But for the most part, they they know who they're they're going to hire as a coach. So yes, it is, it it isn't working really. I, it's a it was a good idea, but most times, you know, it's just it's just part of just following the policy, and they already know who they're going to pick. Look, Rooney Rule ins, ins, instituted 17 years ago because they felt like there wasn't enough black coaches. Well, when it was instituted 17 years ago, there were three head coaches that were black in the NFL. Now there's one, yeah. you know, so it isn't working. And I don't think you can do anything to, to make it work. You know, you just, you know, it, it, it's, I I think it's worth trying for sure, you know, and, and it, it's, they need to, to do something like that, but it's, you know, in all reality, you know, it is what it is. They're they're going to hire who they want. Well,
0: he in in the report he, he included images of all the owners, and I think the point of that was to say, well, the problem here is with who the owners are, right? It is a ninety percent white male old dude dominated group, right? And therefore, they just go and hire the guy that they decide that they want, and uh, you know, it is tough because I don't know what you do about. It. I really do not know what the answer is.
1: I mean it's the same as traditionally what happened at quarterback right I mean it was the same yeah. the same story um it's just preconceptions and the you know white man's boys boys club and you know grooming from early ages and people being you know having invisible ceilings it's all horrible but I mean who who um I can't remember who was who was Tomlin up against when he was interviewing for the Steelers head coach job was there was because the story goes isn't it that he 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 was he was seen as a sort of you know didn't have a chance really but he just wowed ownership and they loved him and it it wasn't like a tokenist move they actually genuinely thought he was the best candidate for the job i I can't remember who was up against though can you remember who was favorite at that time
2: after coach Mm, carl went grim grim russ grim was it when tomlin was hired yeah, yeah, it was Russ Grimm. They, it was pretty much a given that Russ Grimm was going to get the job. I can't remember. What, what was what was the what was the
1: story? What, 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 who, what, who was Russ Grimm? I can't remember this. He
2: was. Uh, I th- he was he the um, he was an assistant coach, and he was uh, he might have been the line the coach of the line because he's a former offensive tackle for the uh, Redskins or offensive guard for the Redskins when they were winning Super Bowls. And I can't remember what position he was in the Steelers, but I remember them grooming him to be the next coach. And fr- from what the story I've read is he was it, you know, and then they brought Tomlin in to interview him. And and it just kind of just just to do it, you know, to take a look at the guy, but really thought that Grimm was the guy. And then Tomlin blew everybody away. And it and it just, you know, and I think it's why Grimm ended up leaving the team because he, he just, you know, he assumed as well he was going to get the job. Hmm.
3: Yeah. The only other one I can see I've, I just had a quick look to see if I can find an article on who else interviewed and it looks like Ron Rivera and Ken Wisentund interviewed um, hmm. Surprisingly was, this was, article is on the Patriots website
1: Was Wiz Was he uh, the, the OC then? Was that after?
3: I presume he was on the basis yeah. that of that
1: would make sense, wouldn't
3: it? Yeah, Green was o line coach, and then he was assistant head coach. So yeah, yeah it, it sounds you know, typical Steelers internal recruitment and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I, I've heard exactly the same. Just Tomlin blew him out of the water in the interview process.
1: So is it, is is Tomlin the only beneficiary of the Rooney Rule ever in any sport?
2: Mm, no, I don't think so. I mean, there 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 have been black coaches hired. Since Tanana was hired,
1: yeah, they've, they've been Black coaches hired, but he was clearly not the not the guy they had for the job, right? Not the preferred candidate. I mean, he was he was clearly a beneficiary of being someone who who you know they had to interview a black candidate. The guy that got in just happened to be the best candidate.
0: Yeah, but but, but most teams don't like we said. Most teams don't operate like the Steelers. That the Steelers are one of the few teams I actually believe would go in with the Roonies not knowing necessarily who they're going to hire before they start the interview process.
2: Yeah, just because a guy owns a sports team doesn't mean he has high character, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. but what what are you
1: going to do here? I mean, you can't change ownership. That's that's fundamental to the West, right? That you Mm. can't remove property from one person to another. So what's the solution here? You can't.
2: Well they can force I, I believe there is something in an NFL. They do these guys have a code of ethics that they have mm. to adhere to. And I believe there is something in NFL that they could possibly take that team from him. Yeah. Isn't it happened to the yet? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And the Broncos. Could argue it should second. have
2: happened to
1: the you could, should, could argue it should have happened to the uh, Washington Commanders as well. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and the yeah. Dan Snyder.
0: Yeah, that's a nice a nice segue. Um God, this is boring. Washington Commanders. I'm not calling them that, by the way.
1: WFT Commanders.
2: They will what? be the Red Hugs to me. <laughs> <laughs> I no. kind of like the. I kind of like the Commanders. Oh, Do I hate you? It. You know, <laughs> it sounds like a arena league team. It's very uh, action man. It makes sense, though. I mean, the Pentagon's in Washington. That's the military commander. Yeah, it kind of makes sense. It makes more sense than the Redskins, but, you know. It makes more sense than the Admirals or whatever it is we had that discussion
4: about.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It, it just feels a bit bland. I, I saw a good tweet. Someone said, I can't remember who it was now, that was like, just a reminder, like, in recent years we've had X, Y, and Z. Like, Texans was one. Um, and they just listed all these boring team names um, that have been more recent team names and you've got used to them all. And I'm like, well, yeah, that is true. And I'll get, I will get used to this, right, obviously, but I just feel like it's a missed opportunity every time something like this happens. It comes around so rarely um, that I want them to do something interesting with the design and the name and the, you know. And it just, it just feels like a by committee, um, just kind of whatever, blasé, safest option. Um, the, the One of the guys who does, you know, the National Vintage League store, Gav? Yeah. Um, one of the guys who uh, does that was a Redskins fan and... He was he was adorned in Redskins garb today, and watching that video, and as soon as he said Commanders, he threw his phone across the room. <laughs> so, what do you think of the uniforms? Though? I don't mind them. One of them looks a bit steely. What the black one? Yeah,
1: yeah I don't know. I like, I like the. This is the problem. I I actually quite a, quite a fan of the classic, you know, Washington slash Redskins look, and I, I don't know about this new one. Mm. I like the W. The W's okay.
0: I like that on the black one, the W is literally on the forehead. It's quite quite intimidating. It's like you just like it's like are telling the other team that you're gonna win, like, as you hit
1: them. Yeah. It looks a bit like what's the uh, the Wayland corp from, from Alien or whatever.
0: Uh that's a reference that's gone off my head.
1: Oh, because you don't like aliens, right? Yeah. Of course. I have seen it, but But deleted it from your memory. Yeah.
0: Is that from Alien or Aliens?
1: Well both.
0: Big distinction, both. you see. Okay. Both. Didn't commit
1: that to memory, obviously. <laughs> yeah, you see, sort of men of a certain age wearing a Wayland Corp t shirt occasionally oh, okay. they bought off the internet. Is that who? A... Is that who the um, that's the, 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 the evil, cor- yeah, the, the yeah. evil corporation behind all okay. the you know, trying to bring the aliens back from their exoplanet or whatever it is for for what unknown reason? Why would you want those things? I don't know, but anyway, that's, a, that's a that's a kebab corner for a different day. <laughs> the, military.
0: the best thing that I saw about what right,
1: this... hang on. Military. That's 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 the answer. But then what do you do? So what you, you're in you're in a in some kind of future space war. You've got like a an alien in a cage. What and you release it and then what it, it doesn't attack your own team. Like what? How does well, it differentiate? It just goes and tries to like put things down people's throats to make more aliens. I mean, it's not it's not an effective weapon.
2: Well, this is what some stupid people in power do. I mean, why why were they why were they engineering? A virus that attacks human lung tissue in a lab in Wuhan. Well, where did they think that was going to go? <laughs> right. okay, Yeah, that's that's, that's a fair point. You know, point. this is people are just people in power are just idiots sometimes. A lot of times. Look at all the dumb wars that we've had over the years. Yeah. Look at the one we're about to, just about to have. Anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Let's <clears throat> so not. Anyway, what what were you going to say? Scott? Send, where should the, we go send now? the
0: commanders over there. <laughs> Um, (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say the best thing I saw um, about this name change was someone I don't know where people find this stuff They must bookmark this stuff like ready there must be people that just know that this stuff's going to come up but someone pulled out a Chase Young podcast appearance where he was like grading potential names so it's like he'd gone on a show and they were showing him all these names they were like grade these names and uh, when they asked about commanders he gave it an F and shook his head
1: oh no (laughs) And there he is dancing around doing the thumbs on the <laughs> on the logo thing. Oh, dear. Oh,
3: bad luck. Did you see that uh, Joe Toysman was in an interview like the day before it got announced? And uh, he was talking about it being the commanders. And Richie mentioned what you said, you know, Pentagon, Washington, all the rest. And then the guy leading the show said, you know, they haven't announced it yet, but you just keep referring to the commanders. And Toisman was, uh, yeah, well, uh, I mean, that's one example. I can, I can discuss all the other options available to you. And you can hear him, you know, you could hear him beeping, reversing backwards. It's obviously gone, uh, gone to a few of the legends before, uh, before it got released out to
2: the public. He's called a Belichick. <laughs> that's, why, that's why he doesn't talk much in his press conferences after the game. <laughs> He doesn't even know what he's going to say. We're still yeah. trying to get his New Year's resolution out of him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe it's to actually look who he texts before he does it.
3: Yeah. yeah. I mean, if he was any younger, he should have clearly gone with the new number who this reference um, and just trying to try ignore it. Not just to say, I oh, fucked up. But also, does that throw a little petrol bomb towards the New York Giants? You know, defeated him twice in the Super Bowl. But we're going back on the story.
0: I have seen that. Yeah, that's a nice conspiracy theory. I like that. That's, that's oh, that 4D chess. 4D chess from Bill. <laughs>
2: <laughs> when well, the Giants just got him back for leaving their organization when they wanted to make him head coach. So that was their revenge, beating him in the Super Bowl twice. Mm.
1: Whoa. Whoa. Hey, Vader. What's that, Vader?
2: <laughs> yeah, he's snoring. Sorry. He's, he's <laughs> laying right right next to the mic. I think he farted earlier, too. So I yeah, I, I heard that. that. I, I thought <laughs>
4: I heard something. Yeah.
2: yeah, he's he's disgusting sometimes.
1: Sorry,
0: guys. <laughs> I like the little Vader noises. It adds texture yeah. to the show. Yeah, that was a nice
1: one. That's really well mic'd.
0: <laughs> that was like ASMR for dog lovers. <laughs> um, okay, that's about it. Oh, and Mike Munchuck's available now, by the way, so go throw some money at
2: him, please. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I hope that's why they let Morgan Did you see they let Morgan go? Oh really? Yeah, he's a yeah, he The Bears. Bears signed him. Oh really?
3: Yeah. That's yeah what, that's a big wow. push.
2: Like what the heck? Like come on, you got a guy that has some great experience and let's see what he can do, and then they just they let him go to the Bears? Huh. I they should've locked them. him up. They okay. better it better be a Munchek move. I hope yeah. that's what it is. Yeah, I hope so <laughs> because we devoted enough time talking about it. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Typical. Okay, let's let, Should we talk a bit about these uh, Senior Bowl and these All Star games? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, we'll just go through. We'll, we'll have a little little chat about some guys that, that jump out to us. The um there's obviously the two others, right? The NFLPA Collegiate Bowl was a couple of days ago. The East West Shrine Game is Thursday night in prime time. If anyone wants, mm-hmm. to, wants to
1: watch that, um, some one... of the best players from the sorry, some oh, sorry. of the best players from the, the Shrine Game have been invited to the Senior Bowl now. Oh, really? It's almost like you didn't he didn't need to bother watching those ones. What? So they're in both? Yeah, some of the Ooh. small schools got. There's a couple of there's a there's a couple of small school guys. Um,
0: I didn't really think to cross reference them. So
1: there's a what's he called? There's a there's is it Hamilton from like a D two guy that's been invited to the senior bowl. He, he he looks like he's huge man. He's like 6'6", 350 or something. He's just an absolute monster. Um, anyway, sorry, derailed your point before you even started going. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Gav. Who is that that you said? Was it Hamilton, something like that? a, a D tackle? Uh I should've done I should've done my research. I only heard oh, about it. Okay. Yeah. I um... thought you
2: were talking about the offensive tackle for the goal, uh, for Minnesota Golden Golfers.
1: No, it's not that guy. But who's that? 6'8", Who oh, 387. Daniel, Daniel, Daniel Falele.
2: Falele, yeah. Good lord. <laughs> 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 Eighty six <laughs> is... plus wingspan. <laughs> wow.
0: Apparently, he was north of 400 pounds in college. He's 380 now, apparently. Six foot nine. Slim slim down. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, he's one to watch, definitely. I mean, you're going to struggle to watch anyone else when he's
2: on the field. I mean, what's his foot speed like, though? That's what I want to know. That's
0: the interesting thing, right? Um, We shall see. No, I was just going to say, Gav, um, there was one guy um, who I ended up watching because I thought he was in the senior ball. And then uh, it turned out he was... He was just on the East West Rang game, I think. Unless you've you've proved me wrong now, and everyone's playing in both games. Well, not everyone, but
1: there's, there's quite a few people. There it was just
0: there was one guy. I think I heard. I first heard it because we were talking about him on the um, the the PFF show, and um, it's this Carl Phillips, this guy that they're all uh, talking about being Hunter Renfro. You seen him? He no. um, he's a guy that I would love to. You know, if uh, Juju does go, like stick him in our slot, like a, a mid round pick, I'd be all over that man. He's he's got. Um, I only watched a little bit of it, just because I was just browsing through guys this, this morning. But there's, you know, I mean, there's like hundred guys at the senior bowl. It feels like this year. Um, but dude, uh, this guy he he returns punts. He's not like super fat. It's kind of like the same thing. Like people, this is why people are referring to him as like the new Hunter Renfro, um, where he has like excellent vision. He's definitely like a chain mover guy, but um, he also returns punts because he's like got such good technical ability with his feet. Um, he just feels like that guy. You can just stick in the slot and just pick up those third and five, third and sixes, third and Phillips. There you go. <laughs> um, so that's my call straight away I, I want him in our slot but um, if we can move to the senior bowl now how do you want to do this? We, do you want to do QBs last because I think we can have
1: a little chat about these QBs I think we should talk about the QBs off the top because okay. who that. knows where we're we going to go because it's 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 interesting right because there's what six I don't know maybe Mike correct me but I think there's what six draftable QBs in this draft class where, you, where you're thinking they could mm. be starters and five of them are at the senior bowl so mm-hmm. That's that's interesting. I'm not sure we've had this for a long time where the top all the top prospects are going to be in the Senior Bowl.
0: Now, hang on a second. You said five of them are at the Senior Bowl. So which one yeah. of these six
1: quarterbacks is not that one? <laughs> uh, Matt Corral. I knew you
3: oh, were going sorry. to have different names. I <laughs> Gav, are you talking about the sixth best quarterback who isn't at the Senior Bowl or who the sixth quarterback is at the Senior Bowl who you don't rate in your top five?
1: No, Matt Corral is not at the Senior Bowl. Oh, okay. And,
3: Bailey Zapp is at the Senior Bar. Yeah, he's exactly. Not so he's the, yeah, with you.
1: He's with the you. sixth best, though, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're saying the same thing. Okay, yeah. we're on the same page. Sorry, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, carry on, go. It's okay. Uh, that was my point. No, it's just interesting. It's just like, mm. you know, usually it's like a couple of maybe, you know, maybe one of the later first rounders. Because, they, you know, if, if people don't want to risk their draft stock, do they? If they're mm. cemented in, they don't want to yeah. do it. But this is this, this different. And, um, you know, maybe they, it's testament to the fact that there isn't a locked-in number 1 at all uh, you know but people are saying there could be five in the first round um, i mean when was the last time the, the geno smith year was the last year i can remember where there wasn't a quarterback taken in the first round and for good reason i mean geno smith was the first quarterback taken but um this is this is interesting in a year where there's quite a few quarterback needy teams obviously the steelers are in this market and and the the the, 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 the skill sets of the qbs are very different so it's it's almost like i mean i guess in one in one respect, though, the Steelers are just going to get handed the guy. If they, if they want to go QB in the first round, they're going to get handed the guy because he's going to be the one that's left over. But
0: Well, that's the interesting thing. I think one way or another, there's going to be a QB still on the board when the Steelers pick who some people think can be a first-round pick. It has a first-round grade, I should say, um, because it seems so split. And I think that's why they've all gone to the senior bowl this year because I'm sure a lot of them, probably five of them, like you say, see this as an opportunity to separate themselves from the pack because we've seen that a lot before where you know right now we've said well you know it's not such great a great quarterback class and there's no clear number one and then you know before you know it one or two guys suddenly spring themselves up you know whether it be the combine whether it be the senior ball game or just some you know more tape study one way or another people acquiesce around the same couple of guys and I think that will happen right and whether it's you know Kenny Pickett and whoever else, because I think Kenny Pickett kind of feels locked into that spot, unless the hands issue gets. To I don't think I don't think he's locked. In. You don't you think? think he's locked in. Into, no, what I am saying that. is, I think he's locked into being one of those top fifteen, top. Oh, he's in the conversation for top three QB, yeah,
1: but I don't think he's locked in as number one.
0: No, 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 that wasn't what I was saying. I was saying he. I don't think he's going to be one of the ones that fades. Right. Um, I think he's locked into that top ten, top fifteen range because he's the one that it feels to me has the most buzz on him. Maybe that's just him no, in I, Pittsburgh.
1: Yeah, it, yeah, he does have a lot of buzz. I, th- I think Willis has got a lot of buzz too, though.
4: Hmm. Uh,
1: I don't know. Mike, what do you think?
3: You made a fair point. They're all they've all got their own individual qualities, and it, it, I think at the end of the day, it's going to be what's your what's your flavour.
0: Well, can I, sorry, um, not to interrupt you. Can I can I ask something of you, Mike? Have you you've looked at these QBs already? Yeah, like in more detail than us, I guess. Um, if you if you can go through these either five or six high QBs and. Um, like, can you just give give us, like, some shit? <laughs> give us like give us like one word or one sentence to describe them? Is that doable? Like to give us a flavour of who they are as
3: a QB? Uh, or is that dance, too will difficult? Will I grab, like, will, will, will grab
1: an A four yeah. pad? You, well, you I, guys I, chat I, for a second. Are like, we, are we like going away from, from the Munchkin Munchkin hands?
0: Well, maybe that maybe that's the word for Kenny Cricket <laughs> His Munchkin hands. Did, did
3: he did he refuse to get his hands measured? Is yeah. That so story? supposedly
0: yeah. he's been like stretching his hands with some professional, yeah. right?
3: He's 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 got a double jointed thumb which bends in towards his palm, mm. which he's saying, well, that will make his hand size so look. It, it 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 it's just not something's wrong with with how they would measure it. So he's going to get it done at the combo. I so thought
1: got... I thought hand measurement was like. Fingertip to base of palm, not thumb to to whatever that other bit is across the the side of your hand. So is, is that is that is he making excuses for the fact that he's got little?
0: Well, he's definitely making excuses for the fact that he's got little hands. But
2: they probably <laughs> do length and width of the hand, right? <laughs> Maybe,
1: but does width matter? I mean, it's surely it's. I don't
2: know. Does length
1: matter? I mean, <laughs> I think it does. The age-old
2: question. <laughs> <guy>. <laughs>
1: Uh, it's true, but I'm pretty sure yeah, that in terms it. of when it comes to football having those bigger hands it helps you grip the ball, right? So Well I can't see
0: that's the thing, right? The because he already wears gloves apparently to I didn't realise this. He he wears gloves on both hands to grip the ball. But the NFL ball is bigger than the college ball. So I, I can I, I understand why this is like looked down upon as like a talking point, but I can understand why there's some
1: And doesn't have the white stripes as indicated by mm. Jamar Chase in this offseason. What a non story that was. Anyway, sorry, that's
0: Apparently right. no, I think I heard this on the uh, on the PFF show as well. Apparently no QB with hands under nine inches has played over a hundred snaps in the last decade, and this guy has less than eight and a half. He's like way smaller. Oh. Mm. Oh. So it is a big gap. That's the only thing I'll say. I mean, I don't know how much that's going to matter, but
3: hmm. I, I know I've raised this before. But his surname is Pickett. That's true. That's not great for a quarterback. It's Not red flag.
1: <laughs> this is the uh, blew it and all that
3: yeah Artie Burns
0: now on the yeah. opposite opposite side of that coin Carson's strong hello like that
1: yeah not not such a strong neither. I
0: even quite like Bailey Zap you know throw it,
1: the... I think I think it's Zappy oh I
0: know
1: well done like that <laughs> it Bailey Zappy I think it's you know it's one of those like weird where it's it just those crazy pronunciations
4: okay. and, and,
1: and so strong strong is strong Zappy's not Zappy as far as as what from what I can see, doesn't have much zip on the ball. Yeah. <laughs> no zip from Zappy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so Mike, did you did you find your notes? <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. But <laughs> now, I'm sort of, now I'm thinking. Okay, I've got to quickly quickly pick a word. Pick a word. <sighs> um, you don't have to do that, by the way. I was
0: just I just thought it'd be just to just to get get like a, a, a bit of a feel for what each guy's good at and not.
1: But um, or, or a comp or yeah, a comp. If you have you got comps.
3: I do think comps? no. I I I think generally. It, 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 we're probably going to see vast majority of them go in the first seventy picks. Bar zap. I I haven't I haven't got I've got him rated slightly lower than everyone else. Um, I mean Carson Strong mobility isn't great on him. He's a bit of a statue. Matt Corral, good decision maker. Sam Howell RPO good with a good run in the ball. He did a lot of that this year. Didn't need to do it last year with the quality that he had around him. Uh, Pickett good athlete. Malik Willis again. RPO Key. Uh Desmond Ridder. Looks the business. Six four, two twenty.
1: Wow, you high on Ridder.
3: Well, I mean physically. If you you know, if if you if you were to circle what does a quarterback look like you say six four two twenty, you say yeah, that's probably gonna be there thereabouts. Uh
1: um, a bit gangly to me. Hmm. Do you
3: but, reckon he need to add a few pounds
1: at that six Yeah, he just, uh, yeah, you just... I don't know. There's something about him. I just find him... He's, he's slightly inaccurate, but I just also find when he moves... He, I mean, he, he's a good runner with the ball, but he just looks a bit gangly. I don't know. It just looks uncoordinated. There,
3: there, there's been a few comments made at, at the senior bowl already that his accuracy isn't... Well, actually, is no, the ball placement isn't perfect. But they had a. it was pissing rain today in Mobile, so you can kind of understand that that's not going to be ideal conditions. But um, I mean, it'd be an interesting. One, it's really going to be a fascinating run-in, especially for for iron Aids.
1: Yeah, I mean, so do, do do you do comps for these, or have you got comps in your head? I mean, I've kind of got comps for most of them. I Go on, no fire
3: away with your comps. I I've got one or two I can sort of.
1: I don't really have call. one for. I haven't really watched much Corral because I haven't um because he's not the senior bowl. I haven't really dug no. deep on him yet, so I don't have one. But I'd say. And they're not really comps, but they're more kind of like. Um, Reminds you, you. Yeah, or if you were chasing the dream, where you know, if you were tracing, if I think if uh, the season, if the draft was the day after the Chiefs Bills game, you know, you mm-hmm. watch that, and you're you're a GM without a quarterback, and you're suddenly shaking, terrified that you need one of these QBs that can do the things that uh, Mahomes and Josh Allen are gonna do, then. You'd be you know running up the card with Malik Willis, right? So that he's that kind of QB, isn't he? Like you know just running around, making crazy sidearm throws off you know outside the pocket, extending plays. Yeah. Good, good with his feet. That's him, right? So that's if if you were trying to chase that dragon, that's that's who you'd go for. If you were drafting in like 1990, then you'd go Carson Strong. He's that kind of like statuesque, big arm pocket passer if you were trying to repeat the success of um, uh, Joe Burrow, maybe you go Kenny Pickett, right? That kind of leadership
4: Mm -hmm.
1: sort of thing. Um, Small hands. uh, Small hands. Yeah. Uh, And that's, that's where I run out. And and that's the guy that I really like is Sam Howe, but I think he's, he's an interesting, he's an interesting prospect for me because he's, because like you've mentioned, he lost all his weapons and he had to change his game. Mm. But that's, that's interesting to me. The fact that he's he's on a down year, right? He's if yeah. he would have definitely been highly drafted last year when he came out. We had that team with Javante Williams, Michael Carter, Daz Newsome, Dimey Brown, successful UNC, right? He's, he struggled this year, and it's hurting. But I think when you combine the two years, it, the, the, mm-hmm. the 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 two different the, 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 the two different sort of philosophies, the, the offensive strategies that he's had to play and the offenses he's played in, he's shown he can do it. Um, I think this could be, I I said before I think this is the guy for me this Sam Howe. I'm, I'm yet to be you know I'm I my mind is open but I think the accuracy is there he's shown he can be an athlete this year like you mentioned he's mm. he's willing to get off his first read which is something that I don't feel that um some of these other QBs have really shown that they can go through progressions he looks like he looks like he's you know he's sitting there he's reading the whole field his field vision is amazing he's got the mm. deep ball I don't know, I'm excited about that. Guy. Um Desmond uh Desmond Ridder looks a little bit like Lamar Jackson, do you think? Like before we knew Lamar Lamar was Lamar, he looks like a similar prospect to me. Um you know, did did well, got the, dragged them into the college playoffs this year and then against better opposition didn't really show up. But um you know that what you know, why was Lamar drafted late in the in, in, in the first round? Because of the same things that, that's gonna play Desmond Ridder. Um and then and then Zap, Zappy or whatever. I don't really have a comp for maybe it's Zach Wilson. Like if, if, if Zach Wilson was at a better, uh, yeah. a better program, I mean, if Zappi was at a better program, he would be getting more hype, but there's a lot of that sort of, like you said, RPO first read yeah, kind of yeah, very um, vanilla.
3: Oh, I've got that sort of thing. Yeah, it yeah, was, exactly.
1: was very, was very exciting. Exactly. So it could be like, he's the kind of late comer. I mean, Zap, don't write off Zappi. I mean, he was apparently if you were playing college fantasy football, he was the he was the quarterback to have. He was, you know, he was winning your league for you. Um serious yeah. crazy amount of TDs and yeah. you know, yards. 56 and
3: stuff. over 13 games, yeah.
1: Yeah, madness. But um yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, but look, I but
3: look, what you were saying with Sam Hill. honestly, Gab, I'm I'm reading through some of the bits and what you were saying is exactly the stuff I've got. Progression reads, tick, deep ball, tick. I the comp I had for Sam Howell was either a more athletic Drew Brees or a better Baker Mayfield, who's a you know a slightly shorter, stockier quarterback who can throw a good ball and can run a bit. It's probably the best way to describe it. And 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 I completely agree with you. I like the idea that he really had to work uphill this year and he didn't have the superstars around him and he had to put the team on his back as it were and we saw a new side to him with with rpo plays and him scrambling around for um uh, against miami okay he didn't throw the ball very well but he had nearly 100 yards rushing and two touchdowns on, on 17 carries so it's another bit to his game that we didn't quite see and the final comment i'll just say on sam hill it and again, I could, you know, happy to be corrected in five years time, but a part of me was sort of thinking, if you can put a guy like that in the right sort of system, he'd, he'd flourish. And it reminded me of, you know, we all thought Justin Herbert was a good quarterback, but what he was doing at Oregon wasn't really that great, wasn't utilizing the strengths. The second they put him in a system that was you working to his strengths, you realize, actually, this guy's bloody brilliant. Um. If we can get the right system for Howell, I think he could he, he'd be a superstar. So, yeah. No, very very much like what you very much like him, what you, what you were saying on Howell there, Gaff.
1: Yeah, it's it's almost like what what it could play into the Steelers' hands. I mean, could could he slip into the second round and the Steelers trade up and get him? I mean that would be the ideal situation. Mm.
3: But or it seems we, or do we trade down in the first, grab some extra picks and get and so we can utilize the fifty year option?
1: Yeah, or, or does he have a really strong draft process and from for, mm. from this point becomes the consensus number one? I mean, is he? Who who are the most NFL ready? I'd say he's probably up there with probably from what I've read is Corral. I haven't watched that much of him, but I hear that he's NFL ready, um, strong as well. If if the knee holds up, Willis mm. is, is more of a kind of probably will have to sit that first year, um, and Riddler oh, as definitely, well.
3: Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, Corral, yeah, I'd probably, I'd probably agree. Do you know what? It's, it's, This is only a little thing I noticed with the tape on Corral. Is, and ironically, it's nothing that we ever saw with, with uh, Rottlesberger. He's got the smarts to throw the ball away if needs be. You know, he was under pressure. No one's open. Do you know what? Just throw it out. Move on to the next play. And I know that's only something very, very slight, very small. But that is a big tick box in my eyes because that shows maturity fight another day sort of thing rather than trying to play the Hail Mary ball interception I don't know throw a 50-50 ball guy gets knocked out you get injured you get hit all this sort of stuff that can come into it just little little decision making uh, like that I thought was really really big in his in his uh, in his car. I'm I mean arguably he was going to be consensus number one QB early on the season till uh, till Pickett Flourish and pit. so uh, who knows at this stage? I, I think I think there's plenty more. I think the combine will be good as well, but I, I must admit I'm looking forward to watching senior Bowl this weekend. Just to get, I, I think that's where all the eyes are going to be.
1: Yeah, I think it, it's going to be a really competitive game because this, the, they're just going to be fighting to stay, to keep, to, to get reps, to stay on the field. Mm. I can't remember that situation. I mean, who, who, what was it last year? Kellenbund and who was battling out? I can't remember now. Kellanbon uh, really elevated his draft stock and ended up going what in the, the fourth
4: fifth third?
1: I can't remember it's third, like third? maybe it was uh, the third yeah Ian Book, Ian Book Sam Book, Ellinger yeah. Philippe yeah. Franks and then yeah I mean, national uh, I mean listen I mean Mac listen Jones, to the, Kelamon, Jamie uh, Newman uh, yeah. Matt Jones yeah it was it was Matt Jones versus Kellanbon for most of the game this is this is a completely different situation here where it's it's the actual top prospects battling out fascinating can't wait
3: last year well wasn't it Ma- wasn't it Mac Jones wasn't it Mac Jones he was injured but stayed Did he, didn't he I think he stayed and so, you yeah know, he didn't play a, he yeah. was in, in yeah, practice. he wanted to right. be around and you know again Interviews. boxes, boxes yeah. being ticked yeah exactly I'm just looking at the guys who were there the year before Anthony Gordon Jordan Love Shea Patterson
4: yeah
3: and on the south team Justin Herbert Jalen Hurts Steven Montez yikes <laughs>
1: Yeah, so Herbert. I mean, he he kind of elevated his stock a little bit, or sort of cemented his stock. There was there were just so many questions about Herbert, wasn't there? it? It kind of yeah. strange to think back now.
3: Yeah, it, it because the, the the plays they ran at Oregon were muck, and it's just when you you know you actually got to realise its true capabilities. Yeah, Chargers got a steal there.
1: So it's um it's interesting because uh, I think was it Rooney came out and said. You know, we need to have a, a mobile QB. I mean, does that rule out Carson Strong? I mean...
3: Yeah. Yeah. I I, I, I don't think we're going to want... Was it No, was it was it Rooney or and Tomlin? I think they might have both said it, actually.
1: Maybe they both said it, yeah. The, the, well, yeah.
3: Yeah. Rooney just keeps on saying we need to run the ball more.
1: Surely says <laughs> and and right stop here. the run, yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean, that helps. Cheers. Um, He's got the same yeah, level of analysis we do. <laughs> Stop running, tick. Um, yeah, I, I think I think if if that's the mold that we want to go down, I think I don't think Carson Strong is is one for us.
1: He's got a good arm, though, man. I mean, if the knee holds up, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't be against it. Rich, have you seen any of these prospects?
2: No, Gab. I I haven't had a chance to to look at them. I just been reading a little bit about them, and uh, I saw Tomlin's was met with. Uh, uh, willis and his family and stuff so that's interesting but i haven't had a chance to to look at any of them
0: yeah, i'm i'm very interested in Willis he sounds like that kind of guy who like oh hello oh it's it's pandemonium at the setron household <laughs> <laughs> yeah it
2: certainly is
0: <laughs> um, willis just feels like that guy who could uh, who will slip to the third round and then that'll be the guy that that ends up starting for someone this year you know just out of necessity um, because of his running ability I can't see him uh, getting to the you know, third round I don't know I don't know but I, that you know because of the, the the hybrid nature like you know I'm thinking like a um, like a eagle situation. Uh, what's his name Hurt, a, a hurt situation right um, so that's interesting to me I did like that when someone one of the reporters asked him um, what do you know about the Steelers and he said I know they're in Pittsburgh so I appreciated that
1: solid
4: numbers <laughs> Yeah,
1: good start. Well, uh, that, that's what um, Pickett said, though, wasn't it? I was, well, he I'm should from know. There.
2: He should know that I'm there was... <laughs> from there, so
1: I want to go there. I mean, it's not you know, it's not that much better, is it?
2: Where's Where's Pickett from originally?
0: Um, Ocean Township was his high school. Don't know if you know where that is.
2: <laughs> no, I don't think it's in Pittsburgh. I think he's he his his roots with Pittsburgh are th- strictly through Pitt, right?
0: He was born in New Jersey.
2: New Jersey, okay, Because okay. I remember him saying something like Pittsburgh's my second home, and yeah. I would love playing for the Steelers. Would be amazing. So and it'd be cool. It'd be a cool story, yeah. kind of like Connor. Yeah. yeah.
1: So uh, yeah, so that's the, uh, I guess I guess we'll come back at some point. Of course and, we will. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll do a do full more. QB late, yeah. much
0: later when we've had like the combine and we've had the whole run-up. It's, there's a clearer view of who is and who isn't. You know.
1: Yeah, because previous years we've sort of glossed over because we knew we weren't drafting a quarterback, which yeah. kind of got it out of yeah. the way. But this year, obviously, you need to put a little bit more input in. Yeah, we'll a, little bit a,
0: lot, more. a lot of time to it, closer to the time. Yeah, um, but like you say, I am excited just for the quarterbacks. I'm excited for the Senior Bowl this year more than usual, mm-hmm. just to just get a feel and a vibe for these guys.
3: Um, it's a no. combination of the two. What's that? It's, the, it's a combination of two: of one, us needing a quarterback, and two, yeah. there being very good quarterbacks there. It's sort of a yeah, it's sort of going to be keep us interested.
0: Um, now, for the rest of the guys, how do you want to do this? Do you want to go through, just jump out any guys that jump out at you?
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. that makes
0: sense. We'll start at the top. We'll start on offense, just going going down the list as we often do in my ad hoc um, order, um, which brings us to running back first. Um, only a couple of names I've got down here. One is purely for Dave. I was hoping Dave was here. Um, Damien Pierce is five foot nine, two hundred and twenty, <laughs> bowling bowler.
1: <laughs> yeah, he is a bowling bowler, and. Um, uh, yeah, he. he I, I've heard it said about him. He is going to be the guy that every fantasy footballer, wherever he gets drafted, hates because he's just going to be the ultimate yeah. touchdown vulture. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. So he, he's going to end up on the bowling ball team next year. Um, guys rocked up. Uh, and then I wanted to point out that Dalvin Cook's little brothers in this game, James Cook, running back mm-hmm. from Georgia. Um, you uh, you watching Mike?
3: Was no, was, I haven't got to, no. Ha- haven't got
1: to haven't got to the backs yet.
0: Oh, yeah, you didn't uh, mention accidents. that before. Sorry. Um,
1: you you like a bloodline, don't you, say? Si? I do
0: love a bloodline. That's why it jumped out to me. But um,
1: what about the other bloodline? Which one? The fullback bloodline. You know what I'm talking about. No. Uh, Cam Haywood's little brother. Oh, yeah? of
0: course. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, because he's he's like a tight end, but he's going to play fullback in the NFL, right?
1: You mm. mm. can get that. Uh, get one bloodline vastly inflated. Uh, contract off the roster and replace it with another Connor <laughs> Heywood.
0: yeah I like that that's a great idea <laughs> swap out a Watt for a Haywood. <laughs> that's nice um, uh, anyone else I mean you can jump wherever you want on offense don't feel limited to uh, Well, no,
1: I, I mean I, I sent you the highlight clip of the guy that I'm, I'm big on all of a sudden which is Rashad White out of Arizona State I mean the, the guy looks like to me uh, he looks like a, the ideal compliment I think you guys were talking about it last week was it about you know Snell and yeah. I mean I mean if this guy you you, you need to it, change the pace is such a tired phrase but a receiving back an, an electric receiving back that can make a difference can can you know burst make some cuts can make people miss what you know you want a threat coming on you know like like the the Cowboys have with Zeke and and, and uh, Pollard right you you're worried about both of them um it's not it's not a downgrade you know maybe the Steelers need a guy like this it's not going to be you know a later rounds guy but he, he reminds me of like a bigger, more physical version of um, of Pollard. Awesome guy. I mean, that, that's the guy I'm going to be gunning for. Sorry, I'm uh,
0: just I'm just reading through. Uh, Gav, for anyone that didn't listen last year, um, I definitely pay for and do not mooch from Gav, uh, the PFF draft uh, guide. So no, uh, no that that's, <laughs> that's yeah. Is he in there? Yeah, he is. Yeah, that's why I what was just taking a quick look. What did they say about him? Uh pros, easy to accelerate out of his cuts, can beat you off the edge. Shimmy Shake that will snatch opposing defender's ankles. Snap, sorry. Um so creative in space, wasn't used as a returner, but could have a future the cons loosey goosey running style akin to a wide receiver playing running back, not confident yeah, between the that,
1: tackles. That's that that's the point, man. He's he's a receiving back. Mm. But he's big, he's physical receiving back. He's not yeah, like some two, you know two, ten, yeah. yeah. he's not like a kid's kid, uh Rogers guy. This guy is, is a is a, is a is a like a force out there, and he you know he's he can like do multiple cuts, you know breaks outside, and you know you you could you could have Harris line up as the as the tailback and, and move you know Rashard White wherever you want and be a be a legitimate receiving weapon, but then you could put them you know move him back into the backfield jet sweep. I mean the guy is he is exciting. I, you know I don't want to use fun to watch. But man, I enjoyed watching the, the small bit of tape I have on him.
0: Yeah, I like the sound of that because that does sound like exactly what I was going for last week when we were talking mm. about it. Um, and I did, I did want to ask you what you what you kind of wanted, and that makes sense because it, it, I do want someone that can add something a, a little bit more than just being Najee's backup into Matt Canada's offense.
1: Yeah, you want another weapon, yeah. right? You and want if another, he's a hybrid uh, kind like, of
0: guy that can
1: Yeah, hybrid guy and a home run hitter and yeah. can, can, can 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 do multiple cuts and not, not just a one cut guy like a you know Anthony McFarlane or whatever. He would he would be a threat.
4: Hmm.
0: Yeah, big fan of that. I'll keep an eye on him. Um anyone else?
1: From me or from someone from else?
0: Anyone. You can jump anywhere in on offense. Don't again, don't feel constrained.
1: Mike, you Bro. got dude?
3: I'll throw one out there um, in the sexy position of left guard. Uh, Zion Johnson, Boston College. He, he's had a bit of pop as well in the last day or two um, because he has been taking snaps at centre. And we all we all love drafting guys who play guard at college and then we move him to centre, <laughs> don't we, lads? Um, you know what? He's just the sort of guy. The, the definition is solid. I know guard isn't a sexy position, but he has played a year-left tackle as well. But he's just the sort of guy you plug you plug in, you let him play, and you don't have to worry about it anymore. Also, very, very, very accomplished player.
0: Grew up a Steelers fan.
4: Did he? Mm-hmm.
0: So take for that what you up. will. <laughs> I just Zion. happened to see that exact tweet today that he was—he was saying he was a big Steelers fan and would love to play for
3: Does that sound like a bit like he's part of a dating show? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically, this is what it is, isn't it? Yeah, um, it is. Because Tomlin was around, wasn't he today? Yeah, they're all there. Most of the Steelers are there's there. There's a I big think. yeah, there's a big contingent. Oh, yeah. There's a few decent alignment that um that I'm looking forward to seeing on the on the weekend. we mentioned or should should we, should we mention uh Daniel Falele again? Yeah,
4: mm-hmm.
3: yeah. Just because he's a monster.
0: <laughs> all eyes on him. What, what, where's where's he, where's, what's his vibe at mate? Is he like, considered like, Is he considered to be like a top tackle or like where are we on I don't
1: think he's one of the top sort of. Is he a first round? I don't. That's I don't think he's. That's what I'm saying. Is he? He was. He was. He was. He was being talked about last year. I remember that.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I. I don't. I don't think it's a a first round sort of situation for him. But. it's see it? that.
1: It's like Neil, and it's um. Mickey. Charles Cross. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's
0: not on the draft guide, so he mustn't be. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that there right now. Um, I, I'll throw one at you. Might tell me if, you, if you've watched him. Um, I just happened upon him today because I was I was reading through some of these guys. Um, Trevor Penning from Northern Iowa, big yes. dude. I ended up watching this guy just because of his size, right? Because he was one, he was one of these guys on the freak list, six foot seven, three hundred twenty one. Obviously playing at three hundred twenty one pounds. Obviously playing at a small school. Um, the guy looks like a beast, like a proper road grader. Like if you want to improve your run, he is a tackle though. I kind of feel like I want this guy on the inside because he's too big, obviously, but. Um, like we want a guy with that attitude on the inside, but hey, I mean, we we could open up a tackle slot if Chucks leaves. Um, focus on the run game a little bit. The only thing being, like, you know, who's he playing against at Northern Iowa? I worry about that. Mm. You know, he's, he, you could see on his
1: reps, it was so easy for him. Who was it Northern, was it Spencer Brown last year? Yeah. I mean, he he looked incredible. I I thought, and he's not really done anything yeah that's that's but the worry think, in it right it's, yeah i mean i'm know. sure he he was a developmental pro- project but i think i think he, this guy is as well and i think i think you guys talked about it on one of the weeks i wasn't here about um pedigree or something on the on the o-line and i do feel that that is what is missing
4: mm. you
1: know you can you can hit on some late round guys and you can f- find some free agents I'm, and trey turner was the first round pick was he I think, um, uh, I think he was quite I think he was quite high sure. up. I think he was, but it feels like that side. It feels like the Steelers O-line lacks real like elite attributes, yeah. Yeah. you know. Like it, it 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 gelled together. It came, you know, it, it's had some some good some good players on it, some mm-hmm. good parts, but it, what it lacks is some real physical, you know, hog mollies or whatever that mm-hmm. just a different human being. And I think you do have to chase that in the early rounds. So you know that's that's why I'm big on Tyler. I do think he I think he has that. Linda um, Yeah, Tyler Linda Sorry, right, yeah. Um, look, I yeah.
3: Just... sorry, I've gone ahead.
1: No, Go on. Go on you say.
3: Oh, very quick. I was just going to say when when was our row line at its strongest? Is when we had a, a top twenty picket center and a top twenty picket guard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes you just need to look at top top
1: quality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean you know they they it's patchwork, right? And why is it patchwork? There's there's no linchpin on there. Mm-hmm. So I do, I do think, and I'm not sure it's gonna. That guy isn't going to be at the senior bowl. I don't think this year. Maybe.
3: No, you're right. The, the top guys that I've seen, are, are aren't at the senior bowl. I mean, there's still a great bunch of all linemen at the senior bowl. Don't get me wrong. But in terms of the, there's there's the elite, and um, there's one or two I'm very very high on. But they're not at the senior bowl this year.
0: Hey, PFF, Pegs Pennon is a first rounder, Gav.
1: Oh, do they? They do. Okay. They think
0: so. Which is crazy for an all for a small school guy, but they love him. They said nine of his last twelve games was a ninety-plus run blocking grid. Jeez. Wow. Um,
3: yeah, he's he's a people mover. Yeah,
0: I, I like that. You know, because maybe it's just because I'm uh, a Neanderthal and big man move big man. Ah,
1: I think I think that's been lacking. <laughs> you know, the physicality. You know, it's a shame yeah. Dotson was out for most of the year because yeah, I thought definitely. he would bring that. But um, can we talk about receiver? Sure. Uh, so I think you I think you talked about it. I I think going into this this draft finding some speed some deep speed is is the key. I, it depends what happens with Juju, I guess, with free agency, and there's a couple of guys here that could you know play that sort of slot role. But I, I, I'm excited to see some kind of home run, dude. And I think there's there's three and one one guy that I'm really excited to to see how he does. But um, the three I'm going to be looking at Romeo Dobbs out of Nevada. Jalen Tolbert, South Alabama, and then Christian Watson out of North Dakota. Those those three dudes are all super fast, you know, deep shot outside guys. Um, yeah, I'm excited. But but Watson, I sent you the guys the highlight, the highlight reel earlier. That guy, I mean, 6'5", 208, with the blazing speed. And, you know, had, I think he had something like 49 carries and 27 kick returns. I mean, you know, super yak, Versatile and apparently, I think it was today or yesterday, big day at the senior bowl as well, blowing things up. The guy is just a freak. And you watch on the highlight, you know, it's the QB throws the ball, the camera pans upfield, and the dude is just two meters separated, blazing away and tracks the ball beautifully over his shoulder and makes a catch and scores a touchdown. I mean, it's highlights, you know that's what it's going to be but if you watch his highlights they are exciting so that, that's that's the guy I'm i I'm, I'm excited I hope he, hope he kicks on and that would be perfect
0: I'm excited to uh, to check out these wide receivers because I feel like wide receivers is the one that I've always nailed it you know the last three years me too doing that's, this. So, yeah
1: mm-hmm. we, yeah, me too it feels like our strong suit our strong suit is not tight end
0: mm-hmm. yeah yeah definitely not <laughs> although didn't Dave pick Fryer move?
1: <laughs> yeah Dave did yeah there <laughs> yeah, we go He's not here, so we can say what we like.
0: Put some put some respect <laughs> on that man's name. Um, anyone else on offense interest you might?
1: Uh,
3: just on receiver, an- another blazer. Um, apologies, Gav, if you did, did you mention Calvin Austin from Memphis? No, nah, but go ahead. He's yeah, he's another one. He bolts off the line, um, but he is five nine and about one sixty five, so he's a small mm. boy.
1: That was the reason um, I left it, and also he's to me he's the Anthony Schwartz of this draft. He's like the the former sprinter, not really a yeah. receiver dude. Yeah, and I guess the Steelers had success with Darius Hayward Bay, who was kind of similar, but I don't know. I, I see some of these other guys like Jalen Tolbert's not not got the cat skills that um, Christian Watson does, but his speed and his size, 6'3", 190, or Romeo Dubs, who is. Um, Maybe he needs a little bit more refinement, but he's got good hands yeah. as well. He's 6'2", 200. Um, those guys excite me more than Calvin Austin, but you, you like Calvin, do you?
3: It was just, no, I mean, he's he's, he's a middle-round, late-round guy, but it was just more so in that mould of someone who's absolutely rapid. Um, one guy I do like, if you, when, when you get a chance to see him, Alec Pierce from Cincinnati, he 36 career games at college and averaged nearly 18 yards per catch. Uh, a lot... A lot of plays outside, but also did work out with the slot. Six foot three, he's a big lad, and he can move, and he uses his frame really, really well. I'm quite high on Alec Pierce. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: definitely a freak.
3: Oh, definitely. And the only one to mention is probably the most, the high, the highest-rated wide receiver. There is Jahan Dotson, Penn State. Um, if you guys remember when we were last year talking about Sean Wade, the corner out of Ohio State. Mm-hmm. And he got mossed in back-to-back plays <laughs> for about 30, 40 yards each, or maybe, maybe exaggerating, but 25 yards each. It was deep ball, caught by the receiver, tackled. And then next play, deep ball, caught by the receiver, touchdown. That was Jahan Dotson. And I remember watching the clip saying, who's this wide receiver? I need to remember his name for whenever he's eligible in the draft. Found out he wasn't available in 2021, so that's fine. Kept that in my mind. Yeah, he, he, he could be round one. That sort of talent of uh, mm-hmm. talented the receiver could see that quite easily. So yeah, another definitely. one to another he's, one to he, keep an eye on.
1: He's up there, and and the other guy that's a really good. They're kind of more sort of classic wide receivers, right? More more route runner, more yeah, shifty, yeah. change of direction. Um, Khalil Shakur as well, Boise State. He's another one. I think he could be really, really good. I just don't. I just don't think with DJ that the Steelers necessarily need a guy like that. But who knows? I mean, maybe if they want to. You know, X receivers. Maybe they could go down that route, but i just I'd think they need they need something else.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, the other guy's Danny Gray out of SMU, right? I mean, he's he he looks he looks like a good route runner as well, good breaks, good at catch point. Um, but yeah, more of a like number three or four receiver. Mm-hmm. But yeah, exciting again, exciting wide receiver group to watch at the Senior Bowl. Should be interesting to see who separates.
3: Maybe. Yeah, everything good. I've heard is very much pick your flavor.
0: That was a, good, oh, yeah, that was a good that was a good pun. That go. Mm. See it works
4: on That's two that. two fronts, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. Do you want to look at defense? In fact, do you know I got a tweet today from um, I think it was Josh. Yeah, Josh K sent it in. I'd sent out like a uh, a joke about um, Big Ben has never lost a game. You know, because people keep sending out those stats about Big Ben, like with those graphics. Um, and this one was like Big Ben has never lost a game which he was leading at the end of the fourth quarter or something. Um which like, obviously... I can hear
1: Dave saying if you know Big Ben never lost a game where he was stood on one leg on yeah. the hash mark for you know in the third quarter when the sun was, you know whatever. Uh,
0: Josh was Josh K was like
1: Simon was suddenly
0: has never missed a minute of a podcast where he didn't need the bathroom. <laughs> is
1: this that point is this that point?
0: This is the yeah, this is the setup to me saying I need to look. So um I haven't, looked, I haven't looked at any edge rushers, so I don't know if you want to jump in, if there's any guys that stand out to you at edge or D-line, because I didn't get to that. I have got thoughts at linebacker, extensive thoughts. So I will come back for that, okay. but just give me two seconds. away.
1: All right, good. <laughs> Mike, you, you, I, haven't, I haven't got into the edge rushers yet either, or D-line really, so go ahead. Um, I'll throw two names out
3: either or. Uh, edge, Jermaine Johnson, Florida State. He He's already flashed the senior ball. I've seen a lot of talk on him, so I actually only think I watched his tape maybe two and a half hours ago. Um, how long have we been on the pot? Um, maybe three hours. He's, he looks electric. He was two years at Georgia, never really started, and then had one year full starting at FSU and had 17 and a half sacks. He's excellent length, excellent leverage, just causes an absolute nuisance. Relent- he's, he's relentless. The engine doesn't stop. I had a slight knock on him in terms of his diseng- disengaging techniques, but he's great... He's great against the run, great against the pass. If he ended up going out, going at the back end of the first, I wouldn't be surprised in the slightest. And the other guy, I'm just going to say, who's had a bit of pop as well, who I got to manage, manage what recently, Travis Jones, the D lineman out of Yukon, or Connecticut, however you want to call it. This guy's a mammoth. He is, he, I think he's the guts of our 3, 325 and he can move. The, this is the sort of player I kind of would want us to take Maybe back in the day two or something like, along those lines. Just someone who can plug a hole in the run game. He's not going to be a tackle for last guy. He's in a similar way to what Casey Hampton was. He's just plugging a hole and taking two guys out of play. He doesn't need to be. A, he doesn't need to be a stat hard. Doesn't need to be a stat machine. He just needs to plug 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 a gap and make someone else fix fix the work. He's he's going to earn himself a few quid this weekend. He's done really really well.
1: I mean, it's interesting. How how much of a need do you think edges, and do you think DT is more of a need? I mean, it gets, it depends on on Tewit, but it, but is DT more of a need than DN? I mean, Loudermilk, You don't want to you don't want to put any kind of block on his progression. You kind of want him to be the number three, right, behind Tuitt. it. But then if two it can't go, what do you do there? I don't know, Rich. What do you think?
2: Well, I mean, are they going to resign Wormley? You know, because I yeah. thought Wormley was was okay. I mean, it, he didn't kill us. You know, um, when when uh, Alulu got hurt, that that killed us for a while. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think it really depends on that. I mean, we have so many needs; it's hard to prioritize. You know, where that's going to fit. But um, I don't know. I, I it's going to be really pretty cool to see how this draft flows out. Could I I could see them picking. I can see they're picking a quarterback, a defensive tackle, uh, an inside linebacker, a corner, um, a guard, center. I mean... So there's so many positions. It's it's going to probably come down to what, you know, the most uh, who's the most talented player at one of those positions. But, yeah, I don't know. I I, I like I really you guys know I'm high on Loudermoke. I really I think he's a future starter for sure. But, yeah, I agree with you, Gab. I wouldn't push him too much. But if they they end up resigning Wormley, you know, I think we'd be okay there. But we need to shore up that nose tackle position for sure. And, And that's that's the big one for me. I mean, what would got you Sorry
1: I, far away. Ah, I was gonna say uh, <laughs> what would you what would you think would be the priority if, if you were in charge rich what would be the priority free agent position I mean I mean it could be qB I guess right in terms of even if you draft one you might want to get a guy in the building that's a leader and been around the
2: yeah board. that's man that's such a tough question um it just it so much depends on who's available at each position um, yeah. I Man. mean, I'd be, I'd be the O-line like, Trey Turner's gone I, I I would really like to see them get a, a, a center and a guard in free agency uh, th- those two positions I would love to see them shore up um, not to say that we shouldn't draft those either, but <clears throat> I'd like to see some experience come into that offensive line, because we don't have a lot of it right now, because I don't think they're going to re-sign Turner, I doubt it so that would be – I think that might be priority for me, a center and a guard.
1: Right.
2: Yeah, I mean, I guess I guess the only other position I could think of is it cornerback if they don't
1: sign with Witherspoon, I guess. Yeah, yeah they got to sign with Witherspoon.
2: Yeah. I, I, I mean, they I, I have to. I, I'm starting to worry he's going to be the one that gets away. He might. He might. If you listen to him talk, he's – you know, it's not like he's saying, yeah, I really want to play for Pittsburgh. <laughs> he's not saying right. that he doesn't, but it's nothing, you know, you can't read into anything that he's saying. So whether that's good or bad, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you only hope that they,
1: you know, they spend the draft pick, didn't they? So you kind of hope that, you know, it, 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 that, that tips the balance in his favor. You know, if, if they're sort of 50-50, you think, well, we did spend a draft pick. So let's, let's sign him up, you know, I hope. Yeah. I hope so.
2: Yeah, yeah, me too. I, I don't know what we're going to do if we don't have it. You know, we lose Hayden, which we probably will, and then we don't re sign Witherspoon. We're, we're, in, we're in pretty bad shape at the corner what, position.
1: What, what, where are we there? Cam Sutton's our number one corner. I mean, geez. Yeah, really? Sutton, Pierre. <laughs> I mean, oh, man, that's,
2: that's not good.
1: I mean, I, I want Sutton to be the number three at most corner, possibly, ideally, four. Number four. Four corner. If Cam Sutton is your number four corner, you're in pretty good shape, right? Yeah, that's okay. If he's your number two, you're not great. What are you can say?
2: I'd like to see them. I'd like to see the the Buccaneers not lock up Carlton Davis and the Steelers just throw money at him and just get him in there no matter what the cost.
4: Yeah, it's, I think. Twenty
2: five years old, right? I mean, that would be fantastic. That'd be amazing. That'd be, yeah. What seventeen million? Let's give him
1: that. Give him the Hayden contract, and then Hayden can renegotiate and come back if he wants to take a deal. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that would be that would be the dream. So are you back? Yes. Okay. So we talked a little bit about edge mm-hmm. and uh, DT.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So where do you want to go now?
0: Okay, I just want to point out a couple of linebackers. Um, one is the obvious one, like, um, who supposedly might be the best player at the senior ball, um, which is Devin Lloyd. So because of that, I went and watched a little bit of him. Very interested in this dude. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, talking about Nick Bolton last year. Let's get me a guy who's as mean as this dude. Going, I mean, <laughs> this, this this guy's gonna go before the Steelers pick. But um, this is the kind of linebacker I would like to have. The, uh, a thumper, is this um, that a dumper, as it's known. upside down of the
3: senior ball right? That was a great Ewan McGregor impression. That, yeah. that,
0: that, that that was almost like I don't know. That was almost a step too far. Was that was that offensive? It was, it was
1: kind of weird.
4: <laughs> <laughs> quiet, a little right? bit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> too much emphasis I can't do it that's the problem I can't I can't get it right um, I need to go back to the drawing board on that don't make Mike feel uncomfortable man. I'm not making Mike do you mean why I'm yeah, making i making Mike feel uncomfortable oh I see so <laughs> everybody else can make <laughs> thumper <for> jokes <laughs> but Simon makes thumper jokes <laughs> all of a sudden making Mike uncomfortable you know when Mike was comfortable and you weren't here Gav I know very comfortable <laughs> I, I, I,
1: I sensed how comfortable he was he's like stretching out in the armchair putting his feet up <laughs> Mike, you're you okay. This
3: cigar like won't light itself, you know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, did you say he opted out, Mike?
1: Pardon? He has. He has. He yeah, opted out. He's... Oh, that's
0: a shame. I didn't realise that. Um, is he there? Is he not? Is he not there practicing?
1: No, I don't think he's. Oh, oh, he's at the game. I don't. I don't know if he's in the practice or not. I Sorry, he, Mike, I, I don't he know. He okay, probably maybe good. he's in the practice, but oh, um,
0: I was looking okay. forward to uh, to seeing some of it. That's a shame. Okay. Never. never nevertheless, because I was I was overjoyed, Gav, when you sent. Um, uh, a highlight reel of Chad Mumma, Mumma. Mm, how are
1: we Mooma. going with
0: that one how are we pronouncing that one let's know.
1: get a... Mama mama. Ooh,
0: mama oh Mama oh Mama because he was the only he was the other linebacker that I already had um, pegged mm. uh, I want these two guys because I've been talking for the last two weeks about how I want to just delete our linebacker group Um, I want these two guys to start because <laughs> uh, Mama can be your um, you're just yep your, yep straight line, speedy uh, coverage linebacker who's got the intensity to come down and tackle. And
1: uh, Lloyd can be a thumper. Mm. I think Momma's got that, that, that kind of physical round. He, has, the he definitely of, has. He, round he's the, like a, round the, in the box. He's a missile. Box, kind of, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's exciting. Really exciting. But he he's, looks a little he's quick. Bit, and, like, I mean, can you yeah. believe he was on the same team as Logan Wilson in mm. Wyoming? I mean, what sure. a linebacker in court. Why, mm. would that, why was that team not better? But I guess linebacker isn't that important, unfortunately. But I mean, yeah. Um,
2: I was this remember. was his highlight? Real? That was that strictly his senior year? Do you know, Gav? I uh,
1: don't know.
2: Okay, if it I mean, I as I liked it a lot. I mean, he looks he looks great. He looks very versatile, and I I wanted to see him more um, more tackles disengaging from linemen. I think there was only like two out of the whole, because a lot of his tackles he was he just used his quickness and speed to get to the ball carrier, you know, unabated. But I was that, thinking that was, about that was, that was senior year. Sorry. Senior year. Okay. I was thinking about it. And I th- thought, man, if that's just from one season, even though I didn't see much interaction with the with offensive linemen, that's still way more highlights than Devin Bush had for his, this his past year with Steelers. <laughs> so, so I was like, okay. um When you think of it like that, yeah, he could come in and probably be our best inside linebacker right away. He He was impressive. Yeah, I mean, you see,
1: going forward, going downhill, and sideline to sideline, right? Yeah, and
2: and 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 not bad in coverage. No, not bad at all. He he, yeah, he made he made a couple of those plays sideline to sideline. Kind of looked like TJ, Remind me of mm. TJ a little bit. Mm. But uh, yeah, backside pursuit really... as well was there. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Good prospect. Yeah, excited to see him step up.
1: Another one, um, Darian Beavers absolute freak six six four two five two he's just plays physical i i think the steel has got to be interested you know they, they need to get more physical right they need to get down yeah. and they and they need to cover more ground that's what they need to do and it, beavers is the guy that does that so um a bit more of a risky prospect i think could could flame out but um he, he's another one that I, i'm going to be watching nice beaver nice beaver cincinnati beaver <laughs> Uh, and and then a more boring one because I, I, I've I've been checking out the linebackers because I think it's a real a real area of need. Danone Clark of LSU, have you have you watched him, Mike? No. Yes. I thought I thought he's, he he looks like a sort of solid leader kind of run defense kind of uh, just bring him in shore up your run D.
3: Big athlete, big athlete. Um, I I see him as an upside sort of player. Um. I had a bit of an issue that they had him pat. They had him rushing off the edge a little bit, and he. I sort of felt like he was a bit clueless. He didn't really. It's 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 out of position. I don't I don't think him rushing out of the edge is, is going to be beneficial. He's he's a trade guy, in my
1: opinion. Oh really? That's interesting. I, I I saw him as being more of a kind of field general. Interesting. I need to dig dig deeper there. And the other guy I see is, is uh, Troy Anderson of Montana State. You see any of that guy?
3: Oh, I haven't, but. I love hearing Montana State.
1: Yeah, big sky defensive player of the year. Played quarterback, fullback, and running back before making the switch to linebacker. 137 tackles, 14 tackles for loss, two sacks, two interceptions, and a pick six. And it just like shows like zone skills and speed and, and blitz. I mean, what a, a small school guy to root for. You know, yes, just all-round no, football player. Got to keep an eye on him. Okay, where to next? Corner.
0: Yeah, just any secondary players you got. I didn't do a great deal of these. I got. I, I, I watched a couple. No one that jumped out to me too much. Um, I got word from one article I was reading to to check out um, Tari- Tariq Tariq Um mm. kind of a, a more under the radar guy. But this because he's he apparently he's a wide receiver convert, but he's uh, sub four four speed, six foot four.
4: Ooh.
1: Yeah, rangy. That's going to be guy. like that's
0: going to be like raw. It reminds me of uh, remember last year we were all over um, the wide receiver. What was his name? Igbun, Igbun uh, What was his name? Ig,
1: uh, uh, Ig, 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 oh gosh, Imator. It was. Ig, oh. oh, Josh oh. Imator, baby. That's yeah. the one. <laughs> Imator, baby. Yeah, my, my sleeper pick.
0: How yeah. did you just reel that off? Just
1: <laughs> <laughs> because no. the end of it is baby, <laughs> baby.
0: <laughs> um. Where did he go, by the way? I remember he got picked. He didn't get drafted, right? And then he got picked up. I don't know. What Jags to him. got picked up on my dynasty team and then dropped. Oh dear. But um, yeah, it's a similar thing, right? Where it's just all um, all measurables, all physical, very little experience. But you want a moldy guy. He looks like an interesting prospect to me. But yeah, go on. Gaff, who who you seen? Um,
1: there's the the slot guy from Pitt. That, um, I mean Steelers don't need. And if, uh, it depends what happened with Morla and. I guess, but Damari Mathis. I don't know if you watch watched that guy. It's just a really physical... I mean, apparently they've been trying him out outside in, in the senior bowl, so maybe there is there is a future there, but um, just a physical Steelers-esque. But maybe maybe this is where I'm getting at. Maybe the Steelers need to change philosophy when it comes to corners and forget this kind yeah. of physical tackle, round-the-box kind of run-D. Forget that. Let's just play full-on, like, man... Let's get some fluid athletes that can, you know, flip their hips and stay in phase and be like what what's the latest buzzy work like plaster, plaster coverage or whatever? And and that's probably more like uh, Roger McCreary out of Auburn. Yes. Um, who is just super smooth and silky physical uh man skills guy. Um so maybe maybe my eyes are getting drawn to Mathis where they should be really getting McCreary. What what what, what do you think, Mike?
3: I've I've not seen Mattes and McCreary's only one of two corners I've seen. But again, a lot of what you said, Gav, is exactly what I've got. Uh excellent demand coverage, sticky, opens his hip, bursts short areas. One thing I did observe, I thought his length wasn't very great, and then he's he's when they did the measurables yesterday, he his arm length is quite short, as in low percentile sort of short it is. It's quite uh, quite in it. well it's gonna be one of those isn't it Do you just look at the length and go, yeah the length's the length but he had great tape so we can just focus on the tape and sort of take it from there. But he, yeah. he looks that typical let's not let's not worry ourselves with the metrics. Let's just look at the play and the play yeah. is very, very good.
1: I mean who is there a corner as smooth as him on the Steelers? I'm not sure there is. I mean that fluid style.
3: I, I'd argue no. Mm. And as well, he's he's a tough guy who will help him in the run game. So I mean that big big box taken uh, as far as I'm concerned when it comes to cornerbacks. Mm. But again, again, do I? I personally always feel nervous when the Steelers well, look at look at a cornerback. If the Steelers pick a cornerback in the first two rounds, I'm probably going to think, oh, what have I missed?
1: Yeah, it's such a hard group to evaluate as well. It's the toughest, I think,
3: especially with you know with ourselves. We're not sitting here. On with you know with the greatest game tape that we're ever going to get and looking for corners and the only really available stuff you've got you know two seconds in the corners off the screen so it's you've got to watch a lot more tape to get a better idea of the corner so it it is quite time consuming hence yeah. why it's my least favorite position to
1: uh, to skill yeah, yeah me too but even even evaluating the Steelers Steelers corners is hard I mean it's such a, yeah. such a tricky position I mean you can you can see when they do things good and do things bad, but, but really knowing their value in the whole scheme and what they're asked to do—it's such a hard position. But anyway, let's not moan about that because we always moan about that. Um, got anyone else? You got anyone else? Uh, not uh, on the DB
3: side now, view.
1: No, I'm good. So, who, who are you most excited about, Mike? Out of those, out of all those prospects, who uh, outside of the quarterbacks? Say one person. For me, I tell you, I'm. I'm it's Christian oh. Watson, that that receiver for me. I'm. I'm. I'm big on him. Who are you? Who are you excited to watch? Probably Trevor Penning,
3: or Zion Johnson. Two big right. online boys.
1: Sorry. Si?
0: Um, outside of the QBs, I think Mama,
1: Mama,
4: Mama,
0: big on him. I mean, at least I haven't watched all the linebackers, but I can hear a red star calling for this kid.
1: Oh yeah.
4: Um, yeah.
0: We'll see. And warm up your red star yet? Quite. No, I yet. know. A I know. A... There's a long way to go. Big long process. We'll see. Um,
1: this is but... this is the door opening, isn't it? This yeah. is us getting to know these prospects and yeah. hopefully you know the listeners and hopefully you know we we'll all go on this journey together through the the draft process till the end. You're bored of us talking about our own mock drafts, but <laughs> Amen. You know, yeah. this, I, this, this is, is the, the first the week process.
0: that I even heard half of the, most of these names. You know, <laughs> outside of the, uh, the the more common ones. I will say though, Gavin you've jumped the gun here. Um, you've missed obviously the most relevant position, um, punter. Now, I did spend more time watching punting tape than any other position. <laughs> uh, the two specialists are as follows. Jake the punter out of Georgia. Um, he's playing for one side. Um, very accurate guy, this one. Um, best in class at pinning under 20. Very consistent. We're always talking about consistency with punters. This guy's pegged as one of the more consistent prospects we've seen in a long time. Um, Doesn't have any shanks on tape. Not got the strongest leg, but plenty strong enough. Has plus 60 yarders in every season that he's done. Four-year starter at Georgia. So very draftable guy there, Jake Commander. On the other side, you have Jordan Stout of Penn State. Only a two-year starter. Also kicked the field goals in 2021, but won't in the NFL unless he absolutely has to. 69% average. Um, very good average with a long of 76 yards this year. He's the runner-up for the Ray Guy Award, which, as I'm sure all listeners of this show know, Best punter in the nation. Um, of his 67 punts, 35 were downed inside the opponent's 20-yard line, 19 inside the 10-yard line. Impressive stats and accuracy for him as well. So I'm interested. You know, you asked who I'm most interested to watch? These two. Let's yeah. battle it out a punter. Let's see who comes out on top, who's going to get drafted. Only one was drafted last year.
1: That's a good take. And and it was by the Steelers. Do you think the Steelers go back to the punting world?
0: You know what? wouldn't even hate it. Some great punters nice this year. I think we Young. should see three drafted this year, because I mean, you never know, right? I just don't even know anymore with the NFL and where they're going, whether they're going to draft specialists. But um, between I'm taking the under, between Matt Azalea, right? Um, that's his name, right?
3: Uh, it's something like that. Although he kicks and punts, so I don't want you just putting him into the punters' oh, corner.
0: Okay, okay. Well, I mean, listen, he, he can be in the punters' corner, but he can he can
1: you know. He can look it through it the window. Punters. Yeah, he can look through the window. Oh,
0: he's not even coming in.
3: He's too good no, for no, the
0: punters. No. As he's in the kicking club.
1: Do we ever see another kicker drafted in the second round like Aguirre? No. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because eventually what will happen
0: is people will forget that that happened some kid will come out who's like oh he's never missed a field goal and he hits every field goal from 75 yards and, and someone will draft him in the first round that, that will happen
1: well, now you've offended Rich with your accent your, your, your impressions oh, is that, is
0: that, <laughs> yeah. that wasn't even an American accent that was just like yards a, I don't know what that was come, come on give, give
1: me a London <laughs> accent and then just have it out, just have it out. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> that sounded like somebody announcing a monster truck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> a monster truck rally,
0: yeah. Uh, I should start doing like one of those narrative podcasts where I just do every voice.
1: Yeah, I'm sure he'd like it that way. No, no dissenting voices. <laughs> do you know, Gav's come back with like the gloves off this week, hasn't he? I've come
0: with smoke. He's taken, he's taken all this time, which he says he was working, says. and... Um, and now he just shows up when he when he can be bothered and decides just to take the gloves off and start throwing his weight around. Just I just in, think it,
1: you've forgotten this is this is how it is normally.
0: It's just an interesting, you know, just an interesting direction to take for a guy who was almost just, replaced last week.
1: I like to poke. <laughs> right. I don't know. <laughs> No, cut no, no. here. Cut that. Yeah. I like to poke.
3: I can ima- I've now got this thought of sight recording one of these pods on his own, just doing everyone else's accents, <laughs> because we've got quite a range here.
0: See, now you have said that. Of... That's yeah, going to be that's... like the most requested thing now for weeks. Now you have said that.
1: Yeah. yeah. Hashtag. I do think that's the East, one of the one of the one of our plus points in our in our pros column is the range of accents we have on this show. We don't all sound like four of the same dudes. That's true. And that's good. It's good.
0: I mean, God knows if it was just four of me, Jesus. At least, at least you guys have like relatively interesting voices.
1: I'd argue you have an interesting voice, also. Mm, not for the right reason. You're just you're just bored of hearing it because it's in the mirror. You think? Yeah. Hmm. Dwell on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well.
0: Anyway. Um, senior bowl wrapped up. I think all that's, prepared that's, for. Yeah, that's the senior bowl. Yep. Now it's We're Friday to... night, right? Are you going to watch it live? It's Saturday, isn't it? Isn't it? I don't know.
1: Saturday,
3: thought... half seven. Yeah.
1: Uh, Is it Saturday? I thought it was Friday.
3: I think so. Yeah. Why did I think it was Friday? That's I don't weird. know. East West Shrine
1: Friday? That's Thursday. Is it Shrine? Is it Shrine? Oh, no, no, no. I don't know. Saturday, half seven. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. UK time. Mm-hmm. Midday for you, Rich. Yep. Going to watch yep. it?
2: Yeah, I'll probably watch it.
1: It's a funny game. It's a strange one, isn't it? Strange field, strange commentary. Cut to man from Reese uh, justifying <laughs> why they're there and what Reese Buttercuts has done recently. Strange,
2: but you know. hey, yeah. Hey, did you guys see Najee and uh, and jo- um, Deontay made the uh, Pro Bowl? Oh yeah, yeah, alternates. Yeah. yeah. You're gonna watch the Pro Bowl? Is that wait Pro Bowl this weekend?
4: Yep.
1: Yeah. I never I, watch it. I haven't watched the Pro Bowl. 15 years?
4: Sorry, you seem like a Pro Bowl So,
0: yeah, I was going to say the Pro Bowl is like the number one sign that I've become like the the weathered, cynical football fan. Because, like again, five years ago, I was the guy that was like, "Ah, I know everyone hates the Pro Bowl, but I love the Pro Bowl. You know, I'm going to sit here and watch the Pro Bowl. And now I'm just like, fuck the Pro Bowl. (laughs) 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 So It's it's too much back slapping and smiling. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah I, I think I've become pegged this season as as the guy who just hates everything. Not on this podcast necessarily, although I'm sure I have here as well, just around the home. But on um no, on, on like the Facebook groups that I'm on during games and stuff, I've um, been getting some heat lately for being too negative.
1: Are you you're hitting early middle age? Mm.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: That, yeah.
1: The quality of the Facebook,
3: sorry. Yes, yes mate. Thank. Th- 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 thanks for that interesting screenshot you sent me yeah yeah you, uh, you you were my, your tweet... my, my tweet made onto some facebook group i'm not on because i'm not on facebook
0: yeah, anymore. the facebook group that i frequent during games um just, <laughs> and, you, saw, and your
3: so... and your response was
1: <laughs> i know him <laughs> hey i know that guy oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait oh so wait It wasn't shared by sorry si. no no it was just shared
0: into the group chat what was it what was the tweet like
3: uh oh! I uh, I haven't seen Joe Burrow run around that crazily since *Home Alone* ah. two or something. like Oh that. yeah, that
1: that was a good tweet. Yeah,
3: and yeah, so I sent a screenshot that someone took a screenshot.
1: Wow. <laughs> I just
3: like your response of, "Hey, I know that guy." <laughs>
1: Rubbing shoulders
0: with these famous friends, am I? Yeah,
3: former owner of Bray Wonder's now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're,
0: we're without Dave this week. Um, yeah so Kebab Corner false flat well there isn't even allowed to be a Kebab
1: Corner oh. no there's no there's no official oh. Kebab Corner now we were going to talk about our Red Star tracker, but I feel like oh, we're yeah. running along yeah but I feel like we're running along and oh, we, we can know. probably dip into that especially when you know we need Dave here to talk That's about true. you know yeah. Javon Leak and his various other yeah, selections very right, yeah. so uh, maybe we'll leave that for now I do have
2: we'll something
1: do up yeah we'll do that next week so I can close that page I do have a little thing up my sleeve um Plus, I wanted to talk to Rich about something else, uh, non-football related. But let, let, let's do a little thing. I've got a thing. And this, this might be part one of a multiple part series. Oh,
4: wow. So, mm. um,
1: but it's just a little thing. Uh, it's a, it, 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 it's become a little bit of a tradition that we do like the Survivor game. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I've prepared a Survivor game for us. So uh, without further ado, I should queue up something which I am, as Mike would say, tap dancing. I've got too many sound drops, you see. This is a problem. I can now never find this one. So uh, welcome to the first inaugural Hall of Fame-related quiz. how do you feel, guys? You feeling confident? Uh,
0: Hall of Fame has concerned me a little bit,
1: but... <laughs> I've got to say, I do think Rich is the clear favourite here. So maybe this should be caveated as the uh, beat Rich in the Hall of Fame oh. quiz contest.
2: Rich? uh I'm old and my memory's fading, so you guys will be fine. Give me a chance to limber up. So humble. No, it's true.
1: (laughs) Stretch out those neck muscles, Rich, because you really don't want to get beaten here. Okay, so we have um, thirty-one Steelers in the Hall of Fame. Oh no way! I'd never. (laughs) Yeah, most of them. I've heard Rich talk a few. I've heard Dave talk about one of the guys here, the the more sideline guys. So the the rules of the game are simple. All you have to do to stay alive is name one of the guys from the Steelers that's in the Hall of Fame. And if you name someone incorrectly or name and repeat, you're out. Um, so you're the host. Do you want to go first? So all you've got to do is just name a Steeler that's in the Hall of Fame. Oh god, this is it's going to be embarrassingly short. Um, okay, try.
4: Whoops. Paul <laughs> Correct.
1: <laughs> I forgot I did my my uh, my my graceful fade out there. So um, okay, <clears throat> right? Uh, you get that? Okay, Mike. Bradshaw,
3: Tear Bradshaw.
2: Ah, oh! you took mine, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Rich is out, Rich, Franco.
1: Next on the list. Okay, so right, back to you.
0: Now I just want to make a point here um as to the the fairness of this game go. I have now exhausted the list of players I ever saw play. <laughs> Wait,
1: no. Surely not.
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because I remember talking about it when Troy went in, I was like, this is the first guy that I like really watch play a lot. Okay. Wow. Um but that yeah, okay. So so sorry, who was the last Because I was I was summed so out.
1: Who was the last who was the last guest? I don't want to repeat it.
0: Fred Garris, okay. Frank-o. Um uh, <laughs> the, uh, the bus, Joan Base.
1: Okay. Uh where's he? Hang on. Spreadsheet business. One second. Oh, there he is. Sorry, 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 I also didn't make a floating toolbar, which is annoying. Spreadsheet issues. Right, uh Mike. Uh, mean Joe Green. Oh, that was
3: <laughs> the next one.
2: It, is this counting Yes Is this counting I know what you're gonna
1: ask. Yes.
2: Yes and, it is. and ownership and stuff?
1: Yes. Every stealer related person.
2: Cool. All right. Uh one of my favorite stealers, Rod Woodson.
1: Where is he? Uh I should have made I should have organized this by position or something. I've just done it by I don't know what I've done it by. I've just done it by <laughs> random order. Makes it very hard and I have to stall for time. Okay, so
0: I'm going to live off this for a while now. Uh, Chuck not.
4: Yeah. Okay,
3: Mike. Uh, Jack Lambert.
1: Okay, hang on. He's up there. So out of the top four on the list, Mike, you've selected three. Just saying. Okay. The
0: top four Rich. of what? What does that
1: mean? Just my random list. Mike. <laughs> I don't know why. I just had it's Bradshaw, windy. Harris, Joe Green, Jay Lambert, uh, Rich,
2: Art Rooney Sr. Mm. Really
1: should have made these things floating. Okay, uh, hang on. I'm going to make that floating while you think about this. So si. you've got some extra time while I change my format of my thing here.
0: Simon, come on. It's there's all right. Tons, it's okay. It's tons okay. Tons I wasn't. It, 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 listen, it's all right. It's all right. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've mentioned all these guys on History Corner. I know. At some... <laughs> I know. It's okay. You saved
0: me though, because nobody said I um, know um, the name uh, Bill Cower Because I said I was going to do go. the coaches. <laughs> nice. nice. Okay. I wow. do have a couple backed up, don't worry Rich
2: <laughs> Awesome.
3: Uh, Jackham. <laughs>
2: okay. Rich. Did somebody say Lambert?
1: They did. Mike
2: said it. No blood. <laughs> yeah, that,
0: was, that was one.
1: Definitely one. Uh, there he is. Okay. Sorry.
2: Lynn Swan. <laughs> All right. And Mike John, says John Starworth. There you go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Next to each other on the spreadsheet, too. That's easy. Okay. Back to you, Rich.
2: Uh, Kevin Green. Sorry.
0: Um Did now I'm double now I'm questioning myself. Did Heinz Ward go in? He did, right? Went in last no. year. No, he didn't. Wait, did he, he, no. oh, no, he no. did oh,
1: Hang on. Oh, Whoa. Uh, Rich, you've you've given away an answer there. Was that was that was was that an answer? I don't know. Does that mean,
0: you, does that mean you're out? I don't know. I don't know. I, I was going to say it. So. Oh, I thought so we're I'm also out when annoyed we can't
2: think of anymore.
0: I'm also annoyed because I do have others but I just I don't know. <laughs> I did
2: think he'd gone in but
0: I, maybe I'm confused. so if we, if
2: we if we guess when we're out and we're wrong or are we, yeah. are we out when we can't think of anymore? Well I guess
1: guessing one that's wrong and being can't think of anymore is is the same. I
2: probably Isn't only would have incorrect. got a couple more. Oh, that's too... I'm sure you have more than that, son. you, you say I'm being too harsh? All right, all Yeah, right. it's a little harsh. <laughs> okay, okay. You, you can live again. Rich I could have sworn Heinz Ward in went t- in t- like... In yeah, the- I, think, I think you'd
1: be out if you just said, Heinz Yeah, you didn't. <laughs> so, you're out. I, um, but,
0: um, I could have sworn Heinz Ward went in in that big class that they did. No? No, he's always been on the edge. Jeez, so yeah, really I remembered that. He. Yeah, but I thought he'd... Okay. I thought we'd had this argument. I thought like we'd finally agreed that he'd gone in and all was good. I'm just losing my mind, um, and now I forgot who I was going to say. Um, did anyone say Rod Woodson? That was the next one I was going to say. Yes, yes, they did. Oh yeah. bollocks! Um, <laughs> uh, see, now I'm struggling because now I don't know who's been. Saying.
1: <laughs> All right, well, I, we won't do the. You the, want me to give the, you the hint? Right, give no, a hint? I'll give
2: you no hints. Rich. Well, no no hints. I know, oh,
0: hints. I know one. I know one that went in in the big class definitely. Um, okay, Alan Faneca. Yes. Nice. now I might be out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you need more out. Okay, uh, Mike.
3: Uh, Mike Webster.
2: Nice. Whoa. That was going to be my hint. Uh, I was going to say center. <laughs> yeah. So I'll take the other one. Dermani Dawson.
3: Oh, I knew that was coming next.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and back to you, sir.
0: I'm struggling. Is there like a second Rooney in there? <laughs>
2: Come on, I just mentioned him. Oh, what? What do you mean <laughs> you just on? mentioned him? You, you don't listen.
4: You don't what? listen What? You,
1: you, you,
2: you just switch off when Rich is talking. You to mention, to say, ah, You said bit. Mike I Webster. Gab, <laughs> a couple of weeks I'll give Gab credit for it. Oh man. Hey, yeah. remember when you said?
0: No, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I've forgotten who's been said now.
2: <laughs> Come on. Come on, son. You can do it. Think. Think hard. Think, so, not man. a player. Not a player. Not a player. And not a player. We've done the coaches. We've done Rooney.
0: Not a player. <gasps> <gasps> <laughs>
2: um, um, I literally mentioned him 20 minutes oh, ago. On this episode. Yeah. On this episode. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. Now
1: we confused him.
4: Yeah, I think I'm in my own Sorry. head now. Now I'm all, all over the
1: place. Uh, family,
2: family, family, family.
1: Family. And this this isn't like when we were talking about Ben, but we weren't talking about Ben. Because that, <laughs> that that wasn't the same. Do you remember what I was talking <laughs> I, about? No, I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> I feel oh, no, like I'm, I'm wondering so far. On the, the people that have done yard stat compiling outside of Ben when we thought we'd included Ben. Anyway, anyway, that's an old beef, right? I'm just I'm ramping. I'm going in to time. delete.
0: I'm, yeah, sorry, I'm going to delete all of that from my mind. Um, family.
1: So not not a player. So
0: we've, we've done both the coaches. We've done the Rooney. But did, I've, I've speculated the
1: Rooney's right. It's so, remarkably similar to that situation, but we hadn't actually eliminated the person we're
2: talking about. Anyway, there's actually two or three, I believe, that are. One guy that I don't know how the heck he's in there, but he's in there. There's actually, I think, two or three left that aren't players. That aren't players?
4: Yeah,
3: I've got
0: one.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Are these coaches? Right, okay, I'll accept if I'm out. But are we talking coaches or are we talking non-coaches as well?
1: It's getting very uh, very hint-based at this point.
0: Because <laughs> 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 the next guy over, but now I'm getting confused about who they even do. The next do. guy on your list. We'll go with the next guy on no, your no, list. No, but what I'm saying is right. they only submit to the Hall of Fame owners, coaches and players, right? Is that right? Or no?
1: Uh, no. Yeah, no you no. can have executives or other scouts personnel people yeah scouts. but they have to famous, be famous scouts they maybe. have to be like yeah. um, rich scouts perhaps that <laughs> have turned up on this podcast in, in history
2: corner oh uh, okay yeah history corner all these guys have been on it I feel yeah, oh else
0: they have but come on like <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't expect me to listen do you? no it's not about
0: <laughs> listening listen I, right first of all my retention of basic information is horrible if you if you ask me about a movie I've not seen in three years then the chance of me remembering anything about it is like um but come on names you want me to remember names this is tough um they have to be like football personnel, though, is what I'm saying, right? They can't be outside of... The well, they're steel related to the Steelers. It,
1: it, uh, yeah, you can't put
0: a
4: cleaner role. in the hall. No, I know. Okay, right. I'll tell, I'll tell you what I'm talking about. I'll tell
0: you what I'm talking about. Because when you said it wasn't a player, my next thought was Myron Cope. But I don't think he would. they would put him in, right? Because that, that's a different thing. That's, that's uh, I'll give
1: you broadcasters have a different Hall of Fame.
0: So. Yes, okay. That's what I meant. Okay. Um, but if that's the case, then I don't know. I'm I'm stuck.
2: So, what? You give up? You quit? I think I might have to quit. Really? <laughs> Do you want another hint? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I'm glad I got this far. Kind of.
1: Okay.
4: I um, say you're quitting. You got? I really don't know. Yeah, I don't have
0: it. Yeah, I don't. I don't have any
3: more stuff in my head. Sorry.
4: Mm.
1: Okay. Uh, Mike's next.
3: Rich, were you hinting at? The individual who has an office named after him in the Steelers'
2: headquarters could be, could be Bill Nunn. Yes, yeah. that was one. That wasn't family. That was the one I kept saying. Scalp. Yeah, that's <laughs> the yeah, <less> yeah. obvious <laughs> one. Okay, the All one right. that I, that I mentioned. Uh, well, some, maybe
1: you should save the obvious one.
2: <laughs> the, oh, I the, think the, Mike. I think a, Mike knows it. I've got but, to
1: say, just looking at this spreadsheet, there's another obvious player that's not had had his due yet.
2: Uh, oh! Really? Did anybody say Donnie Shell? Nope. No. <sighs> okay, Mike. This is my era, so I just... the.
1: Another but this sh- was the Beat Rich game, so the own the obvious
2: one. I think
3: I when I say I need a hint, it's it's well, <clears> it's <throat> which I can only remember one Rooney being said. I can't remember if it was Dan or Art. So I, I'm going to guess the other one.
0: Didn't I say 21. is there another Rooney and you said no?
3: No, you didn't. You no, didn't. we said the word family twenty times.
0: Wait, hold <laughs> on a minute. No, wait, th- th- I literally did. I said, "Is there like another Rooney in the Hall of Fame?" And you were like,
3: eh, "No." That's the hint, yeah. That was the no, hint. Yeah, I think, yeah. We, I think we all went.
0: Well, I thought that was an
3: indication no, that there no. wasn't. We oh, didn't say no. no. We,
2: we just, were. Well, we can't say yes. You have to guess it yourself. So we were. <laughs> we were saying, ah, "Yeah, keep going." You yeah, of... know
1: uh,
0: well, I feel a little like bit Tony
1: vindicated. Ruben. I feel a little bit vindicated on that one. So, so wait. So, what are you saying, Sai? Do you want to? No, no, no. I forget. It. Carry wanna, on. <laughs> jump
0: back
1: in. <laughs> you vindicate all you want, but you're out. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Rich,
3: I think you said one of the roomies, but I can't remember which one. Yeah, so I said art. I said art. Okay, I'll, then. Oh yeah, I'll go
2: down. Good. You got it. <laughs> Right. All right, let me see if I can think of any more of the obvious ones. There's one more obvious player. There's one more? Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: Really? <laughs> yeah, in the kind of pantheon of Steelers, Hall of Famers.
2: I said D- Dermotty Dawson. Huh, I'm not sure if I know who that is. Um, we said Alan Faneca. Okay, I'm going to have to go a little further back until I can think of this guy. Uh, let's go with the first Steeler ever inducted into Hall of Fame, Ernie Stottner. Ooh. I'm out, gents.
0: I haven't got a clip. Is there a chance you that know? Rich could get all
1: of these? All
2: oh, right, I think, think so. I think there is
1: a chance, yeah.
2: Oh, geez. I can't think of the one that you're talking about. I, I I still have a couple. I have um Walt Kiesling, who I don't know how the heck he's in there. <gasps> Burke <Bert> Bell. <laughs> who was co-owner of the Steelers for four or five years. I mentioned him in a history. That was that was definitely. Uh, I I had forgotten that name until I read it on this
1: <clears> list. I went I remember Rich talking about Burt Bell cuz yeah, co-owner 41 46. There was the whole the what you know, was it was that was the Eagles? Was that the, that yeah. was that the Steelers? Yeah, he
2: was the founder of the yeah. Eagles and, Yeah,
1: and then they swapped and is the Eagles the Steelers and all that. I me- I remember yeah. that episode. Mm-hmm. Uh okay, so there is uh, this is okay. This is where this is where the spreadsheet becomes interesting because, by a, a bizarre uh, turn of events, it's the middle, the sticky middle. I've got you've got the end, you've got the beginning. Mm-hmm. There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven dudes all together mm-hmm. in the block in the middle.
2: Okay. And they um, go
1: from the class of '67, class of '60 something, rather '66, uh, class of '70 something. Uh, a dude from the thirties, another dude from the thirties and a dude from the fifties.
2: Okay. Um, okay. Johnny blood McNally. Yeah. And that was it's the him. guy that, um, sorry, yep. I'll give you one of those. That was the guy that Dave talked about. Right. I remember. Yeah. Yep. Uh, um, first quarterback inductors was Bobby Lane, who played most of his career with the lions, but he still was a stealer for a while. Johnny blood. Um, McNally,
1: you look, you look at his, uh, hall of fame entry. It just says back. I mean that that can include include quarterback, right? Full fullback, tailback, halfback. Yeah, yeah. Bring <laughs> in. Um,
4: Let's
2: see the uh, the. Um, oh, John Henry Johnson. Mm-hmm. Great, great running like back. back. First, Double like buckled. really great Steeler yeah. running back, John Henry Johnson. Uh, now I'm going to have trouble.
1: Um, oh, so close. There's there's one you will kick yourself if you don't get it. Really? Yes.
2: Wait. we said we said chuck but you said it's a player Mm -hmm. we said swan we said stalwart oh man come on um there's a db that went in who was great and i can't remember his freaking name he went in about 10 years ago he was really really good player I I can't remember the guy's name right now. If I hear it, I'll know it. Um, I don't think it's that guy. Can we throw a name in? Go ahead.
3: Didn't we mention John Unitas
2: earlier? Does that he he didn't he he never played for the Steelers. He was cut. Oh okay okay okay. Yeah he he I think he may have played some exhibition games, but he didn't play. He never played on the regular roster. Keisling, the guy who I said I don't know how he's in the Hall of Fame. Walt Keisling cut him. Uh, yep. wow, I four guys left. One of four... them, you are
1: literally gonna kick yourself
0: up did, the butt. Did anyone say? Can I ask if anyone said someone because yeah. I might have missed it? Gone, did anyone say green?
1: Yeah, they did. Joe, they did. Joe okay. green.
0: No, Kevin Green. Sorry,
1: yeah, I said Kevin. Green.
2: Okay, yeah. sorry, I thought yeah. I didn't hear it. And Mike said Joe Green. Yeah, got that. We said Jack Ham, we said Jack Lambert, so Frank Harris, Yeah mm. Said. Did we say? No, we said Demarini Dawson. Yeah. Yeah. We said Bill Cower. Said Webster. Said Webster. Seriously. Uh Oh man, I. I don't.
1: I mean, know. I, maybe maybe it's wrong. Maybe it's a guy I just bizarrely know his name. I don't
2: know. Maybe I should. Um. Know. Yeah, I don't. I I don't know, Gaff. I, you got me. You want to give Quill.
1: positions? You want to give positions? Okay. Yeah. So we've got a DB. A running back, O line. I mean, that the O line is tough. That's from the thirties, and then and then the fullback, the, the guy that whose name I know from the fifties.
2: Fullback from the fifties. I thought that was only. Um... Maybe I've just made it. Maybe I've just made it up because. His name's quite cool. the coroner. I know, and I, when I hear his name, I know it. And I, I just can't. I'm drawing a blank right now. The other positions, I don't know. You got me, Gab. I, I don't know. Okay, do you, want to, do you give up? Yeah. Okay. Well, so I, I won, right? Yeah. What? Yeah. Okay. So I get down, me. you won. I
1: get it. Uh, uh, so Jack Butler was the oh! guy, the cornerback you were referring to, who That's... yeah, twenty went in in 2012, but played 51 to 59, right?
2: Jack Butler.
1: Um, yeah. Running cool. back. Went in, uh, Bill Dudley. I, I, I'm not sure who that guy is.
2: I uh, thought I uh, said him. No, he I didn't say... him. <gasps> I knew him. I I didn't say him.
1: Oh, no, you didn't say Dudley. No.
2: Yeah, I thought I did.
1: Uh, Cal Hubbard was the O line guy from the 30s.
2: No, oh, I don't know him.
1: And then and then the guy that I know
2: I've heard of is Marion Motley. No. No, he 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 didn't go in as a Steeler. He didn't. I don't think he played for the Steelers. Marion sure, Motley. Marion Motley played for the Browns. Really? Have I got that wrong? Oh no, that's embarrassing. Yeah, Mary Motley played for the Browns. He was definitely a, a famous player, right? Oh, he was—he uh, was one of the greatest fullbacks of all time. He was, yeah. hes amazing. Yeah. Pittsburgh I think Steelers. He was- ah, he played one year for the Steelers. Okay, so he's—he's—he's he's a, he's a technicality. All right, that's why. Oh, okay. I—I I didn't even know he played even one year with the Steelers. I'm pretty sure he was a free agent because he—he he was in the World War II. He kept coming out of college, and then he then the Browns signed him as a free agent. Okay, so that's it. Yeah, so that, that explains it. He played 55, he played with the
1: Steelers. He played 46 to 53 with the Browns. So there you go. Okay.
3: Gav, have you got how many... Uh, I've just quickly looked at... Have you got how many rushing yards he had for Pittsburgh? Uh, so.
1: You're going to tell me it's like seven or something.
2: Oh, eight. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, all right. So, all right. Fair enough. Uh, well, but anyway, Rich... Rich. You uh, secured your seat as uh, historical champion. Well done.
2: That this know, game... that's kind of unfair. These guys weren't even born when a lot of this stuff was. Happening. Yeah, but
1: this this was beat the beat the beat the you know beat the champion. Yeah. And ne- uh, next week,
3: uh, name all 32 counties in Ireland. Go, right. <laughs> yeah.
1: Mike, I mean, you know, the, there's no rule saying that I'm the quizmaster. I I came to this. You know, bring bring your own pronunciation <laughs> game. Whatever you want, I don't mind. Oh, it's not a bad show, actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for, another, for another day Think
0: on that. That that was just a combination of my worst nightmares: remembering people's names combined with remembering things from the past. <laughs> I did a degree in history. You know that's shocking, isn't it?
3: I'm surprised you remember.
0: <laughs> my memory is so bad, my I can't. I can't even begin to tell you. It's almost concerning.
1: Um hope we enjoyed that that may return in another form or another um <laughs> have you got anything else for for a, for a non-kebab kebab corner yeah oh, nothing
0: but, i just wanted to um implore people i mean i'm not saying don't watch it because like you know football but um that new sean payton movie on netflix is horrendous is it really i, yeah, I, was I mean
1: semi excited to watch that but no should i not bother
0: well I mean, i mean watch it right but it it's we should have. I mean, we knew, right? Look, just looking at the trailer and, and the cast, but I don't know. You kind of hold out some hope that it might it might be funny, um, and it just turned into generic dribble real quick. So yeah, I, I, yeah, it was just
1: real bad, real bad. What would you give it out of ten?
0: Uh, three.
1: Wow, that's low. That's real low. What I really want to talk about was. Um... I wanted to congratulate Rich on a on a, an amazing appearance in uh, Boba Fett slash The Mandalorian. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Episode.
1: Oh, um, thank you. Awesome fight, man. I mean, I, I was a little bit irritated by that you didn't get the credit as like actor because what the hell? He, he, there was no one else playing that dude, right? Or the, well, the voice part? Or what? Someone talks, right?
2: Well, you, well, that's that character is uh, they call him Heavy Mando on on the show and he's actually uh it's tate fletcher's character tate Fletcher is an ex mma fighter um actor stuntman a big guy he's a heavyweight so that suit is really really big it was, it was huge on me i had to wear like a big kind of muscle suit and all kind of pads underneath it so it would fit me but he wasn't able to do the fight um so i did the fight but he's normally the actor for that character but the voice i think is favreau Oh, is it really? Is it yeah, at least he told me it was. He, he, he told me, because, yeah, I'm going to be doing the voice and make me look good. Like, oh, okay, sure. So, so
1: wait a minute. So the guy that got the credit didn't do the fight. So what, he just stood there and, like, took a couple of steps forward <laughs> and back?
2: No, no, he, um he's, he's. Is there more? Is there more? No, he, he did the, I think, some, like, anything around that fight was me, but he did some of the other scenes where there's acting and for what, I don't know why he wasn't able to do that fight if he was on another unit or I don't know what the deal was, but the guy who I fought is, um, you know, doubles Mando and is a really good friend of mine. And he, he, you know, wanted me to come in and do the fight with him. So, um, but he's usually that character. I just did, I just did the fight. You know, what do you mean usually that we haven't seen that character before? He's on the Mandalorian. He's a char- He's a he's a reappearing character on the Mandalorian. Has he, was he in season two? Uh, I'm sure he was. Or was he upcoming in season three? He was. He definitely was in season one. And oh, I was think, he? Oh, okay. Yeah, for sure. Right, I think I've, just his, I've just forgotten. I've just forgotten. Yeah, he's he's kind of had a rivalry with the Mandalorian, from what I hear.
1: Okay. So
2: do you remember this from the first season?
1: Yeah. <clears throat> do you remember seeing? Heavy Mando before? Uh, no, I don't. Um, I wasn't sure
0: who it was. Chloe was, because Chloe's like the, the, the holder of the law when it comes to Marvel and Star Wars, um, said that it was, she She recognised him to do with the Clone Wars, like he's a descendant of someone who's important in the Clone Wars, I think. Okay. Well, um, all,
1: Ma- all Mandalorians are descendant from, from Yeah, Clone but like Wars.
0: someone specific who's like a big character in Clone Wars or something. Right, that's okay. why That's why when she heard the name, she was like, ooh, because she does that all the time. Mm. Uh,
1: the more I hear about Clone Wars, Oh, the more I like
0: her. Oh, yeah, she. I mean, because the thing is, like, believe it or not, Gav, I was not into superheroes or Star Wars whatsoever before I met Chloe. Like, oh, no interest. Um, I remember going watching Black Panther. That's how late it was when I got into Marvel. Um, and I was on the way there, we were driving there. And I was like, ah, I'm not into all these superhero movies. Like, kind of stupid. The story doesn't make any sense. And uh, over- gradually, she grabbed me down. And now I'm just like, that's all I talk about
1: what do you think about boba fett rich as as a show as a series
2: i i you know what i watched our fight um because my buddy told me it was on episode five so i just watched it last night but i, I don't i haven't really watched the series I, I heard um that it's it's not not great so far I, and this, this was is this is was the, like the the best episode so far from what i've heard this is the thing I,
1: I don't get where this is coming from. I have people coming at me saying, "Ah, oh, so Boba Fett—they ruined Star Wars, huh?" That's that's crazy. That's crazy talk. I'm like, "What? No, hmm. this I, is awesome. What are you talking about? There's, the, the, my my only issue is, all right, that the like cyborg, like H- Hell's Angels, cyberpunk. Okay, that wasn't good. Apart from that, this this has been absolutely awesome. I've loved this. The Return to Jabba's Palace, all that. I love it. Do you know what I think it is, and? Ge- by the way, if you don't care about Star Wars, this will be the last <laughs> thing we
0: talk about. So thank you for tuning in. We love you. Um, bye. If you do care. Um, the thing is, people need to understand that not everything now, now we've got Disney Plus, is going to be 100 miles an hour. The reason that we have these TV shows, right, is so that we can spend a little bit more time expanding the universe, going to different places, spending time with different characters like we saw with The Mandalorian, right? We, we spent two full seasons with The Mandalorian and Grogu and whatever. And that's why people love those characters. I think this is not so much... I think the problem is that people watch the Boba Fett show thinking it was going to be a Boba Fett show, right? And it kind of hasn't been, really. Um, Not to get too spoilery, but like it's more about setting up this
1: kind of time period and what's happening. Well, ah, that's, that's that's the other complaint I've heard. Sorry. Someone else said, oh, this Boba Fett, is just like the extended Age of Ultron for Mob. No, it's not. This is really interesting. Oh yeah, that's like, great. Ex- exploring various characters and situations and, and locales that we we know and love. This isn't like just in, in and... m-
0: much more depth, right? Because you've got the time yeah. to do it. Um, I mean, just look at again. This is like literally the first two episodes. So I don't think this is super spoiler. if you don't want to hear anything about this show, turn off. Um, the like just the time that he spends with the Sand People, right? And how all of a sudden you're endeared to those who really were
1: just you know, Anakin fodder in the in the films. Yeah, um, they just been, uh, uh, you know, beasts from, from the wastes. And they, they, they did a homage to Lawrence of Arabia. I mean, it was like all my shot for shot, like a condensed version of Lawrence of Arabia, bringing it to a new audience. I mean, awesome.
0: I you, loved that. That episode was amazing. Have you watched today's episode? I, I won't say anything about it. No, but. I haven't watched today's. Today's episode, joyful, is the only word I can use to describe it. Joyful. Absolutely wonderful. And I, mean, I think... I, I, Go I just I think people are starting to get savvy to the use of nostalgia by Disney, right? Obviously, Disney are preying on people. No, well, preying is too derogatory term, but but using people's nostalgia um, and building around it and building universes off it. But as far as I'm concerned, that's great. I mean, keep there's, doing there's it. There's
1: two different kinds, right? There's, there's the cheap kind, yes. Like in Force Awakens*, when they you know, they do they do a panning shot and reveal the Millennium Falcon yeah that doesn't excite me it excited the guy next to me in the cinema some jackass who jumped up out on his seat and started <laughs> cheering you know that <laughs> you know i i would consider myself the prime star wars fan right i was born in the 70s grew up in the 80s and i been longing you know i i feel like you know okay it's a silly franchise about space wizards right you can make that like <laughs> criticism all right but i i've lived and breathed this since being a, a child so I, I trust my own opinion right i hated force awakens I, I really hated The Last Jedi. Didn't mind Rogue Squad, uh, a Rogue One, and and hated Rise of Skywalker. Right? I'm telling you, as a Star Wars fan, Mandalorian was great. Boba Fett is even better. And I'm surprised Oof. that people are coming for it. I'm really, really surprised because this is the Star Wars that I wanted as as a 12 year old boy, as a 5 year old boy, as a, as an 18 year old person. You know, I, this this is the universe and the storytelling I wanted to see. So why why are you coming for it? I don't get it. I really don't get it. I think what I would say is this. The
0: Boba Fett, ep- you know, the, the first four episodes of this show that that centre around Boba Fett have, w- were great. And it, that's exactly what I want. I want more of that, more exploration of the characters and the environments and stuff. Awesome. What these last two episodes have done have been off the scale. Some of the best Star Wars stuff um, that we've seen. It's just been... Ab- I mean, that last episode that was directed by... Uh, wow, what's her name? Um, the one who's in Jurassic Park and stuff. Bryce yeah. Howard. Bryce Howard. Oh, I mean, give her as many Star Wars movies as she wants because she gets it. She just gets it.
1: Did she do? Did she do the
2: rich one or did she do the, the... the
0: rich one? Yeah, the rich one. Yeah. yeah. She, she directed me. Yeah. That was cool. great.
2: How was she to work with Rich? Cool. Very good. Um, good eye. You know, for what she wants, and and uh, she's really nice. Yeah.
1: Pretty. How much? How how much could you see out of
2: the helmet? Oh, not much. <laughs> yeah neither one of us could i mean yeah i mean that's what you 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 really need to get people in there that are you know really familiar with weapons and yeah controlling them and stuff because it's it's tough to see uh
1: how much how useful is the uh vertical slit in the in the mandalorian's helmet there?
2: um it i mean it helps for sure because you know with 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 sometimes with helmets or masks or something you can only see to like a person's waist. You know, you have to, you have to tilt your head down to see the floor with that vertical slit. You, you have a, you have a better view. You can see some of the floor in front of you and, and you know, the, the whole person's body. So it, it definitely helps.
1: It's funny to, uh, was it today or yesterday we were doing a fight and a with the Netflix show. I'm working on mm-hmm. the, um, they carry swords, right? It's all about swords. And we, we, you talked about, Dave talked about swords on the back and how that's unrealistic, man. They, the the amount of takes that are blown by swords, getting caught on capes or inside (laughs) capes or like getting caught on things like in doorways or they turn around and it scrapes the other person's calf and they go, yeah, instead of saying their line or whatever, (laughs) you realize how awkward a thing, a sword was. It's like, you know, steps like knights going downstairs you never really see it in movies but it's impossible you can't literally you cannot descend stairs with a sword on your belt right because it like tick 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 and that's if you're lucky you might catch or whatever so it did make me laugh but um (laughs) uh, i i wanted to come back because you were talking about i think dave said about uh most annoying things in films was that the yeah, uh, yes. what you said. I, I, I was screaming. I wanted to say, I hate it. I absolutely hate it in movies where the characters sit down and they order a nice meal or you know food or whatever, and then they don't eat it and they just leave. I hate that. <laughs> and it happens so often. It's like eat the damn sub. Like you ordered it, it looks good, and you look cool eating on on screen. You know, Brad Pitt mastered that. You know, always eat in a scene because it makes you look cool.
2: And they just order it and then they leave. It annoys me. Yeah, it relaxes you too. Like it makes it makes it easier to uh, to project um, like truthfulness, and you know, because you're you're not thinking as much, you're not in your head as much, you know. And it, it, it's, a, it's 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 a, it's actually something that's been done, you know, uh, a lot over the over the years. History of Hollywood and, and Pitt kind of made it famous. Mm
1: that's funny because that's that's something we deal with in in my profession which is recording actors talk basically that's that's what we do you know everyone you know i tell people what i do i work in sound for film and tv they like, oh yeah i love music or you know oh amazing i love sound effects that's not what i do i record actors talking basically that's that's my job and um the the the, the change in like the last 10 years or so, possibly more is more and more like mumbling, mumblecore, you know. Because if you if you whisper and you mumble, then every, everything you say sounds way more important, and sophisticated. But <laughs> it makes it really hard to record. And then and then so what happens is then you know the, the, we record it as best we can. The the sound engineers on the post production side boost it as much as they can, EQ it, but still whispering, right? So loud whispering is still whispering, still mumbling, and therefore you get the problems where you get, you know, your dad, your granddad saying they can't hear the TV and they need to put the subtitles on. That's, mm. that's what's happened. But it's, it's, it's to do with authenticity. It's to do with it, – it's about bravery, about the, the actors not wanting to expose the fact that maybe they're a little bit not quite as natural as they want to be. And and, and by whispering or mumbling, it becomes more natural. So it's a bit of a shortcut. Mm. I'd probably get fired from Netflix by saying that, but <laughs> interesting. I think I think that's a, I think it's it's true. Like if if you want to if you want to come across as being really authentic and cool, just like whisper, and um, yeah, it's a cheat, it's a cheat code.
2: Yeah, I remember I <clears throat> I did a movie with um, Denzel Washington, and I remember I was really surprised at how how low his voice is when he does his dialogue, like you, you can barely hear him, you know, he's mic'd up. So everything's coming across, but I was like 20 feet away from him. And I, it was, you know, I had to strain to hear what he was saying. I was really surprised. It was interesting though. That's one of my favorite things, man. When, uh,
1: you know, you get, you get like maybe a more experienced actor in who's, who, who they're playing a scene with some young upcomer. Like, I don't know, maybe it's like Tom Hardy on one side and, you know, I don't know. Brian Blessed or something on the other side, and, and and the really kind of cool, you know, current guy does his line, and then the old guy's sitting there, and there's a massive pause, and it goes on and on. And Then he goes, "Do you say your line?" <laughs> <laughs> I love that moment. I live for that moment. Then he's like, "Yeah, I said it, man." So oh, I didn't hear it. <laughs> it's my second favorite thing on a film set. Which is the other, my favorite thing on a film set is when um, a stick. I don't know. This is this is quite niche, parochial issue. But uh, for some reason the stills photographer, you know, the person who has a job to do, take the stills photos of the actors, you know, for publicity or whatever, always seems to want to take my place, like the, the boom operator's place. We're fighting for the same place. Mm. And sometimes, you know, you you'll do like five takes or whatever, I've got my spot, and maybe like, you know, something will happen. I need to go and do something. I'll go away, walk away for a second, do something, come back, still photographer's stolen stolen my place, right? Uh, you know i don't want to be that guy to go hey you stole stolen my place so I, I generally try and go to my second favorite place whatever you know over there whatever that works fine i can do it from there i can i can make it work occasionally i have to be the asshole and go sorry i need this place you can't do your job i gotta do mine i'm more important pull rank i, I don't i don't want to do that occasionally and this is my favorite moment the actor will go no steals now you know <laughs> and, the, and the stills person will go ah oh, sorry and, and leave and then i'll just reclaim my place quietly.
4: that's my favorite <laughs> moment
1: it happens like maybe once or twice a decade but um yeah it's good
4: <laughs>
1: sorry niche niche film set stories <laughs> uh, living it man I, I i'm yeah interesting so uh this show i'm working on a oh, man nine months have you ever done a nine month show rich you probably oh, have yeah. Yeah, what's the longest you did? Multiple have?
2: times, uh, probably like I, when I did when I when I met you on Justice League. I think I was in the UK for ten months. Mm. Yeah, it was about that, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I was a citizen for that year. Yeah, I did all wow. my taxes in the UK and everything. Wow, you filed your taxes here. Yeah, yeah. How was it? Favorable or not so good? Uh their taxes are higher out there.
1: Now, you see, what you didn't do is you didn't do all the loopholes, did you? You didn't register I, as a, li- a limited company, and you know. <laughs>
2: No, I'm uh, well. They, uh, the studios out here don't accept LLCs anymore. They stopped accepting those like 20 years ago. They only will accept uh, corporations. So I did do that. I've been incorporated for a long time now. So I did do that, and I tried the leaving the country thing and you know come back and all that, but they're they're hip to that. They were like, no, they weren't buying it. So I got hit with you know I can't remember the tax. Um, performer tax or something like that. I can't remember what it was, but there I remember there's a bunch of taxes.
1: Yeah, you probably pay for
2: a few police cars and, you know, yeah, some it's hospital right.
1: beds and yeah, a, f- a fire f- ladder and someone's refuse collection. So eh yeah, yeah. feel too bad. Yeah, it's <laughs> all right. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Um but yeah man, this this one's strange. I mean you must have this as well. But to be to I'm working on something it's gonna be nine or ten months by the end. I have no idea. I mean, it looks good. I have no idea what it's going to be like because half of the characters are all ghosts.
4: Mm. <laughs> right?
1: I mean, I've got no idea. You trust they're going to be good. You know, it, the, the dudes show up, they do their stuff, you know, they wave the silver balls around and they, they do their scanning and stuff. And you think, oh yeah, yeah, they know what they're doing. I've got no idea if the, the ghosts are going to be good or not. They're going to like just a dude running around in a sheet. I don't know. It's kind of pivotal. <laughs> so we'll see. But, you yeah, know, if, if uh, Lockwood comes out in Halloween this year and it's pants, you know, I've wasted most of most of this and last year. Know, missed three weeks of the podcast because of it. That's not a
2: waste. You got paid. Got paid, true. Job's a job.
1: True. Job's a job. Just a
2: job. <laughs> yeah, I, ne- I never really have a handle on it. I, I mean, I, I've done movies where, you know, I've been, you know, a pretty decent care and I did a lot of the shooting and stuff that I still don't have an idea of <laughs> if it's going to be any good or not. Even when I watch it. I mean, you watch the
1: show and you're like, mm, I, I think it's good. I mean, it was a movie, right? I mean, but you can't right. tell because you're too too close to it. Yeah. So I'm just going to rely on you guys to tell me. Yeah, and you guys definitely check it out. And you guys watch Landscapers? you seen it? I haven't
2: seen it. I haven't seen it.
0: But I did see some. I did see someone talking about it the other day, so it was good.
2: Oh
1: yeah,
0: it was on uh, Athletic Moments. Some uh, one of those guys had watched it.
1: Okay, why don't you watch it and tell me?
0: I know, I didn't then, need to. You
1: might even see day. me for a split second, or a split second. You will see me for a split. Second. Do you know what? Oh, there's, nice.
0: so, there's so much stuff to watch these days that, like, I feel like <laughs> Disney Plus, like the ever since that came, that takes up like eighty percent of the TV that I watch. What does Disney Plus ever since that started? Oh, really? Because, like, oh, yeah. it used to be that, oh, well, I watch this random TV show on Netflix, but now it's like, where's the time to do that? But it's football. Football's ended now. That is it. That is football. Yeah, that's been So killing, fo- me,
1: football just it consumes is. your... Especially when you, you know, make a, a weekly podcast about it, you kind of feel like, you, you know, yeah. you need <laughs> to know what's going on. So you watch it. But um, you got a little bit more to be... I think you can watch a show that one of your good friends worked on, oh, right? I
0: know, I certainly could. I certainly
1: it's could. a 4 part.
0: 4 part. Easily done.
1: Easily done easily interesting yeah check out that I'll,
0: I'll get Watch Chloe it. I'll get Chloe to force me to do it.
4: yeah
0: right let's wrap it up okay I said this was going to be a quick one remember how long have um, we gone nearly three hours Jeez. Oh, wow yeah don't know how that happened really don't really know what we talked about there's the quiz
1: <laughs> that, that took some time
0: <laughs> and the best bit is we didn't even do an entire section that I planned to do Oh really? Oh yeah, they are so What Madness, compass, Man, I legitimately thought this was going to be the like hour-long episode. It's never going to happen. I, know I always say that, but like, I really did think that. So, no, oh, well, I forgot Gav was back. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, it's been a pleasure, gents. Um, thanks, Mike, for your continued. woo uh, woo For your it's nice, to have, nice to have the real um, sound bites back rather than just Dave telling me they didn't
1: happen. Yeah, or or just making a uh, pretend version.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, follow the show at UK Steel's for me. So I wrote this for, Gav at G and Boom Up. Um, I still haven't committed mics to memory. What is it, Mike underscore something, Mike? JF1. J- JF1. Here
4: we go, fourth and six. Whoops. Got <laughs> him! Get him! <laughs> oh, <laughs> <off>! <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's nowhere near it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: If you recall first time, fuck, oh, there's no
3: way you're near it. There's no, no way you near it. I'm near it. near it. There's there's a for a spot. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> fucking mild short. <laughs>
2: nowhere fucking <laughs> fucking nerd. <laughs> Sorry, Mike,
1: that's not your accent. That's you not said. my accent. That's a Northern so Irish accent. It's yeah. totally fine. well
2: wow, that was a. Sorry,
1: I, 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 it came up on my, my soundboard and I couldn't resist pressing it.
0: That I was a long day. sound drop for the outro of the show. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yes!
0: Oh no, Cavs rediscovered the soundboard bud. I it. Follow Rich on Instagram underscore Batman. Be quick before before he hits any more buttons. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, we'll see
2: you. We'll see you next week.
1: I think what I've
2: got to bring down so far absolutely nothing. Go get Munchek Steelers. Yeah, Munchek
4: Steelers. Uh,